Welcome to The Last Word, episode number 236. This week, the world literally shook, and sadly, many lives were lost, with the total number unknown and still growing. So if there's anything you can do, or anything you're able to do to help, please try and find a way to do that, because this one looks devastating. Life is short, so always try and make most of the time that we, that we each have. And I just kind of wanted to say that up front. So if you have any idea what I'm talking about with regards to the massive earthquake that happened in Turkey and Syria. So definitely check out what's going on there. If there's anything you're capable to do to help send relief or anything like that, definitely make sure you do that. On a lighter note, we learned a lot more about the fabric of Destiny of the Destiny universe as Bungie unraveled a lot of the information about the tangled weave that is Strand, our newest subclass coming in Lightfall. As with any Destiny expansion, many changes are coming to the game, and our guest tonight knows all about rolling with whatever comes her way. A gamer from her early years in life, like many of us, held a Nintendo controller as one of her first. Mario, Zelda, and Pokemon were staples in her family as she was growing up, but when she got into college, PC gaming took over and she went all in. Ocarina of Time, Skyrim, and Destiny don't have much in common, but they do share one weapon, a common thread in our guest's enjoyment of games, is indeed bows. In fact, our guest is rather famous for her use of only bows to accomplish some rather impressive feats in Destiny. But that's really all she needs. That's really all she needs is her bow and arrows. No numbers on screen, no extra distractions. No HUD at all is actually her preferred style of play. So let's welcome a fantastic lady from this great Destiny community who has a rather stellar community of her own, movie of the week winner, solo flawless, no HUD, all bows dungeon master, cat lover, and Pokemon trainer. The one, the only, Sammy Cat. How you doing? You are muted, by the way, so. Oh, no. <laughs> back. You're back. You're good. You're good. How was I muted? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, hi, everybody. Hello. How's it going? Baby. How are you doing? How are you doing? <laughs> Pretty good. Excited for everything Destiny right now. Excited mm. for what's coming. Only a couple weeks. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh. What are you excited for specifically? What 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 are you what's got you most hyped about Lightfall that you've seen so far? Um gosh, I I'm excited. I want to know what the story is, what's coming. I'm really excited about that. Okay, everything I'm excited for, they haven't really showed us. I'm excited that the dodge will be better. Mm. Um, I'm excited that we're going to get Strand Dragonfly. Uh, I'm excited just for the new fragments. Nice. I don't really fully know all about them. But um, I'm nervous about Strand because I don't think I'm going to be any good at it. I'll be <laughs> Why honest do you think here. that? <laughs> because I'm not good at flying through the air. Uh, Not that we've done that, but yeah, and ropes and throwing things, knives, daggers, like, you know, give me a tether and I'm good. Maybe gotcha. give me an arc staff, but. What about a thread or a tangled <laughs> web of this new universe we weave? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Horrible, we'll I know. Um, yeah, I know. Travis I'm curious. <laughs> I'm interested. Yeah. So well, you're a hunter main, then I guess that answers that. I question. am a yes. void hunter main. Mm -hmm. Very much so. It actually worked out very well because your uh, joy of doing these challenges, which we'll get to in a little bit, there's really only one super you could have gone with. So it kind of worked out that you actually had that one in your bag already. Did that make it like a thing when you were kind of thinking through? You're like, I like bows. 
I can do literally everything that way. Is that how some of that came together or? No, I crutch on Invis. I'm a hardcore crutch on Invis player. Oh, good yeah. way to be. I mean, being invisible does wonders for a lot of things. So I could believe that. Ooh. Okay, you're the one causing problems in the crucible, I see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't live long enough to be invisible in crucible. So <laughs> that I'm not, yeah, that's, that's my problem not too. Me. Now, your your destiny history is interesting because, you know, we here at the Warlock Delegation heard about your application in D1, and then you rescinded it. So curious, what happened? Let, break, walk us through real quick. You saw you the darkness? I was going to say the light, but I think it's the darkness on this one. Well, so I liked Hunter, but I didn't like the Western theme with the whole golden gun. I was mm. like, that just isn't really my style. Maybe I'll do the space magic thing. Um, and then eventually we got an electrified staff. And I'm like, okay, I'm down with this. This is not as much fun as the space magic, but let's just go with it. I almost made a pun. It was like almost right there. And then I lost it. Hey, feel free. If those are sitting up there, just go ahead and knock them out of the park. So you are allowed. Hard. Did you hear the introduction? Come on, puns are allowed. Like that was ridiculous. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So Ark was the, that was the draw. That, that's what got you, Ark Hunter. Yep. Cool. And started D2 as an Ark Hunter. I was going to say, Ooh. with the recent addition of the kind of like area staff attack that they added recently, have you dabbled in that much or do you live still in Void most of the time? I'm mostly in Void, but uh, I do still have fun with Ark. Nice. I do still have fun with Ark. Um, not as much. I don't play as much outside of endgame activities, in which case I I play a lot of Void because I'm in those endgame activities. Makes sense. A lot. <laughs> uh, did you get the email recently with like your percentage breakdown? What was your Void yep. percentage? 80! Oh! <laughs> wow. wow. I was oh, like, I was, I was pretty balanced, but I had, I mean, the one class I knew I was going to have low is stasis because as a Titan, <laughs> stasis is um, obviously not great, but no, I don't know if I've seen anybody with 80 in anything. That's impressive. That's dedication. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Interesting. Were solar and stasis like zeros or how low were they? Um, solar was higher actually than arc. Okay. Uh, stasis was the lowest. I think one was 10. I think solar was 10. Arc was seven. Mm. And then stasis would have been three. Yeah. I can math. Yeah. I think that all adds up to 100. I respect it. Maybe. <laughs> I had 1% stasis in case you guys were wondering. My previous discussions on the podcast hold up just fine. But Travis mm. beat me. Travis was zero. It was great because he he was like, wow, look at this. I'm I back. I, I, I uh, follow my word. Stasis does suck. And I was like, I wouldn't know and posted my zero percent. <laughs> just like, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not even going to try it, man. It's so it's so bad in there. Like, you know, here and E talk about it every day. Plus my experience the previous season. I was just like, unless I hear that it's changing the meta, I'm not going to even equip it. And I did. And I'm proud of myself. Wild. What were you, Cog? Where did you end up for? Because I know you enjoy your shade binder for multiple things like GMs and Crucible yeah. and stuff. Where did, where was it for you? It actually, it was still third, but um, Solar still was number one. Mm -hmm. 
He still won away a well-locked void too. And then surprisingly, Ark was last, but that was like I was looking at it. It makes sense though. Yeah, it, I mean three I love it now. But yeah. um yeah, definitely Stasis Lock was ahead of Arc Lock. But now I think if they if they redo it now, I think that is flipped. I've been really playing Arc Lock a lot. So mm-hmm. I just did it in solidarity of the people that still haven't bought Beyond Light because mm-hmm. you know Standard. that content really should yeah, be unlocked for exactly. everyone. And yeah, that's really what it was about, guys. He's like, I'm just trying to see what the experience is like if you haven't purchased right. Beyond Light yet. So you get it. Yeah, totally. Yep. Uh, I did want to. My spaces was uh, still trying to unlock the grenade and the aspects and the fragments on my Titan. I'm still grinding that. So oh, I've got everything else, just Titan. No, I mean that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I will say when I went back on my other classes, it was much later because I did it on my first, and I was like, I have to go through all this. At least you don't have to do the fragments, but the aspects you have to go through on that, like, kind of. Double weekly rotation or whatever it is, which we got Here's confirmation yeah. we're not gonna have to do that for Strand. Oh, okay, there is. Okay, so Thank I wasn't goodness. sure if they had said that publicly. So, yep. what do you guys know about this? Because I'm interested about Strand or just the fact that we can about unlock the, about the way that you unlock Strand. All they said specifically is the fact that we're not gonna have to do like that, and it seemed like a lot of it would be unlocked before the end of the campaign or like around the end of the campaign kind of thing. That's the gist of what I read. I don't know the. Exactly where the quote is for it. Hmm. Like, look. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if they also. I don't. I'm sorry, go ahead, Sammy. No, I, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. I... Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm wondering if they if they kind of um do what they did with like sometimes like after the raid, something else will unlock kind of a deal. Maybe there's like a, a couple oh, of base fragments ones. or something that come later. Yeah. Curious. Yeah, that's the general idea. Yeah, something along those lines. I remember reading it. I don't know specifically, but it sounded like in the campaign we were going to get most of the gist of it, it sounded like. And from the trailer we got, which started and kind of kicked off our week in style, uh, Osiris will be the one kind of introducing us to Strand. So, Cog, how excited about this are you? I got to ask. Yeah, I was very excited. I was very excited. This was this the dream come true. Big Osiris fan. So obviously the results of, of Witch Queen left me scarred. <laughs> Didn't think there was much left for the homie to see what was gonna happen. So uh, now it's good to see him. I will say that voice sounds different. Mm-hmm. Voice actor change possibly. I don't know, but maybe just no. maybe the words he was saying yeah. just felt different. Cause I, I I re-listened to it after you mentioned it. And then like the first couple of sentences, I'm like, no, nah, that's him. But then it was like one sentence in particular, he just sounded, his pitch sounded different yeah. for whatever reason. But now nah, it was good. Um, I have to see, you know, obviously he's instructing us how to utilize it, but I'd like to know if he himself is using that. That's what I would like to oh, know. If he but, has um, embraced the darkness. Yes, yes. You know, I mean, hey, he had that Nest Cafe, you know, it might be a new day for him. You know what I mean? On the darkness train. Yeah. We got to see. But um, other than that, yeah, I just got to see what's up. But uh, yeah, I was very excited to see that. And the Strand trailer hit for me. I, I, I'm curious for y'all because Titan Delegation, I don't know, man. I, uh, at least the first time. Hey, I want right, to go get to Sammy it. first. I was going to okay, say, okay, okay, okay. so as the weeks, the you know, these past weeks, we keep getting stuff. And this one kicked off with the Strand trailer. So you get a chance to watch it kind of get yes. a little bit of a tease of what your class is getting. Are you excited, worried, feel like you got I, a, a good subclass? I, I'm i excited for it. I am very excited for it. I 
the trailer was a lot. It it honestly was a lot to take in. So I went somewhat frame by frame on some of it, um, trying to figure out, okay, what part is the super? What part's the ability? What part is the grapple? Like um, all of those different verbs that they gave us in the Strand article. It was just, it was a lot. So I am excited. I'm excited to see how it all plays together because they just kind of threw a whole bunch of green at us. <laughs> um, that's fair. That's, that's much totally fair. Did. I mean, you're just watching the trailer. You're like, all right, you guys like green. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I. It it's just a lot. I know that's yeah. probably not the best. No, <laughs> I mean that's it's, it's a lot to unpack when you see melee grenades kind of shown from other classes you got your super but i think only part of it was shown what are your feelings on kind of the rope dart from what you've seen what you've read like it you like the concept i do i like the concept quite a bit um it's different it's different than you would it's not something you wouldn't expect from a hunter but at the same time it's I don't know if it actually fits into any other or is similar to any other super or no, activity. I, I, I was trying to the think. Most unique. I think out of all of them, for sure. Uh, I'm interested to see how it's going to be since, you know, you throw the rope out, comes back, you know, all of those different things, just catching it, how it all works together, um, just mechanically, yeah, physically. I, I'm interested to see how that's going to function. I'm kind of curious now as I think through it. I'm wondering what your range, because the light attack is like the straight throw. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering what kind of range that has, because I mean, something like Golden Gun is damn near unlimited. And then, you know, Blade Barrage, you can kind of throw it as far as it will probably go. I'm wondering how far that rope, act, I'm wondering if that is actually like an odd limitation, but you're able to like throw it frequently. Because I'm curious to see that the timing of it all yeah um because i know sometimes with uh mobius quiver you are stuck in the animation and you can just get hit out of the air so when you're throwing this and you know the dart is away from you how vulnerable are you can you pull it back sooner um when you do a heavy attack how vulnerable are you during that time can you get hit from behind like where is this attack where are you vulnerable? Where would be the best time to use it? What type of enemies? It's just a go quick, go quick, be nimble yeah. type super. I just don't know exactly where I would see it yet. Yeah, no, that's fair because you've got the throw, which is like your light, and then the heavy, which I think we saw in a tra- like couple trailers back or at some point, there was the 360 mm-hmm. spin. That's your heavy attack. And that's the one, I mean, as you said, like, where do you use that? When do you jump into the middle of a bunch of enemies and then spin it and actually get the most out of it? Because for ad clearing, it would make some sense. That's not really a big boss one. And if that's your heavy, yeah, I could see where there's some questions to see where it's going to get used. What about you guys? Any, did you, did the rope dart kind of get a little more time to shine? So, Trav, what do you feel? What did you feel about it? Um, I'm trying to remember what was in the trailer. Uh, Why don't you go first? I, I have to yeah. separate parts of my brain. Yeah, yeah. you good. You good. Uh, um, no, nah, it was it was interesting. I felt like it um it felt huntery. <laughs> you know, what I'm it felt I felt it, it fit within the lore of the character, the mobility, you know, the spin around, you know, the rope thing. 
Um, I, I thought it, I thought they looked good. You know what I'm saying? To be honest, I mean, I didn't comment on the, on the warlock. The, the I love the minions thing. Like oh, I, for I you really, guys, yeah, yeah. That and then yeah. like some other aspect of also when you put the rift down and some of them come back and and it's just all. It was very. It was Ark Soulsy, but different. And it was like, you know what it felt? It felt very necromancer y. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's why I liked it for the Warlock. So yeah. I was like, it fit that. But I have to ask my brothers because. Oh, know, I was going to ask you a little talk. more about your little oh, perchings and your threadlings and all of that fun stuff. I'm saving I'm saving the Titan delegation for last time. Warlock delegation, we are. We are clapping. This is like all us. We read. Yeah, I haven't seen too many people like upset in the uh, warlock world. No, but like the idea is for you, um, specifically warlocks. If there's anything you do that creates threadlings, you can throw a grenade that spawns three. If there's only one enemy to attack, two of them are going to come back and perch on your shoulder. You've also got the ability to absorb your grenade. Yeah, you've got a little buddy, your little parrot up here, just hanging out. Um, I'm so jealous. Yeah. And then the I think it's one of the grenades, if you absorb the Threadling Grenade, which I don't know the exact name of, that's the one where you can have five perchings. Yeah, that's wild. In waiting, and then when you drop your Rift, you get three with the Rift, and then the Rift will pull the rest. You can have eight Threadlings just go a-wandering at that point, em, and they're girls. just going <laughs> to... Get them, girls! <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Let's go. Oh, I'm ready. I'm so ready. It's so warlock. I was like, oh, this is so me. Yeah. So but the warlock definitely and then again, like you're super, you go up in the air, create like a cloud of like little almost needles, you throw them at them, and then whatever seems to remain or after the explosion's done, then threadlings go wandering after that. They're everywhere for you guys. You are the master of the threadling. Hunters, you guys are the master of the grapple. You guys get a double grapple, you get to make grapple points that the rest of us can use. So those when you're in a team, people are gonna be like, Can you go strand so we can go exploring, please? And <laughs> <laughs> you just make a grapple point over here and here and here. Get on that. I feel like that's one of those things that hunters are gonna be have to do. Like in the raid, there's gonna be this puzzle, and then the hunters are just gonna like chain across the jumping puzzle and probably skip it after a while. I can see that happening. Uh um, we'll be useful for once. You guys are always useful. <laughs> Speaking of questions of being useful, Travis, oh, <laughs> we also got to see the How berserk. useful am I on this podcast today, I wonder? Um, yeah, I, I guess to answer the question that you had uh, originally, because um, I just rewatched the trailer again, my, uh, my thinking was, this is clearly the main selling point for this expansion, or at least the one, the one that they've sh- shown, right? The, the, there's, it's kind of like beyond light where, you know, we, we kind of knew they were in between big expansions because they had just left Activision. And uh, we, we knew that the, the stasis was like the main selling point. Um, I think uh, the difference with this one is that with stasis, it had never happened before. That was our first new, uh, you know, completely new element. Everything was new and it kind of had a very interesting feel. This one, uh, we've seen this before and not terribly long ago either. And so my feeling was I'm less excited than I was about stasis. And um, some of the stuff felt pretty samey to me. You know, we got warlocks um, getting other things to kill for them because uh, they can't play the game. 
Uh, we got, you know, hunters with, uh, you know, flipping around like, like they do with arc staff flipping and, and dashing and diving and, and all that stuff. And then Titans are predictably, uh, headbutting things, uh, with their big dumb heads. And so, uh, I just, it's, it all strikes me as a very destiny and not particularly, uh, brave, right? They didn't really try a whole lot of new stuff or, or get on a limb or innovate in any major way. And so that to me is sort of, you know, maybe, maybe it's different once you get your hands on it, but just looking at the trailer, my thought was, okay, this is all very safe. It feels extremely safe to me. It's safe destiny stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I, you know, I, I like it. Like I keep saying every week on, uh, for some reason, uh, which I don't like, uh, is, is that I'm nervous about this expansion. That's, <laughs> we'll, that's see. we'll see. I mean, that's yeah. as many different things as you play a wide smattering of games. So you've got a reason to kind of go into something with a little hesitation. If you're, if your gut says something, you've probably got a reason why. So that's totally fair. Uh, but the Titans, we got to see them, Swipe our blades and then swipe our blades some more. So yeah. St Strand did kind of a new thing where everybody has basically a triple melee. So warlocks yeah. have your triple kind of a little arcane needle. Hunters, you guys get a cool one. I will say that was kind of a, a little interesting spin because as it goes out and hits multiple enemies, when it comes back, if you do a perfect catch, yeah. you get increased melee like regeneration energy. So it's almost like a perfect reload from another type of game. Like, a, you know, there's countless ones of those. So that actually kind of gave you guys a little bit of a mini game. So you almost have to be aware of this thing flying at you and then try and catch it while you're doing other stuff. So being aware of everything going on there. Titans, we get to swing our blades. We get three of them, three swings though. We get to cover a decent amount of ground. Um, I just hope these personally have a lot better accuracy and connection than the stasis one. Cause I have missed more stasis punches. That's why I don't do that subclass. But stasis punches, I cannot tell how many have wind, wind up for either overshoot, undershoot, whiff to the side. I'm hoping these are a little more accurate. And then the super is an extension of that. We swipe increasingly quick with the light attack. And then the heavy attack is almost like a Wolverine like crossing slash. And it looks mm -hmm. like two of the lashes will kind of go out and find a target. And then it looks yeah. like we've got an aspect where the Titan Barricade sends out a lash because we saw the bigger version of that I with the exotic. That. Right, right. Yeah. And that'll kind of suspend what's in front of you because we saw the exotic that already had the triple version. We just have the aspect Correct. that does that. Correct. Um, I'm trying to think of what else was actually listed in there. Well, the main ones, at least for Strand, like, while we're going through this, the verbs or whatever you want to call them, suspend, unravel, and sever. So suspended PVE, an enemy is lifted off the ground for a brief duration, basically disabled. In PvP, and I think this goes into your point as well, Travis, because Stasis broke a whole bunch of stuff for a good hot year in PvP, probably, between Shatterdive and then Warlock melees that got nerfed and buffed and other things. And I think when you said safe, you're probably not that far off because I think they were worried about because they even list here in pvp suspended players are lifted off the ground but can still move somewhat slowly and still fire their weapon back so nobody's no longer stuck in just ice and just waiting to die um like stasis, stasis uh light yeah diet stasis. Diet stasis. Diet stasis. Uh, unraveling attacking unraveling Unraveled enemy will cause threads to burst out of the target and attack other nearby targets. Once hit, that target will also become unraveled. 
and then sever. A severed enemy is less capable of affecting the material world, aka reducing their damage output. So they will be not weakened. Like weakened, we imagine they take more damage. If you sever them, they will actually output less damage. So it keeps you alive a little bit longer. So a different take on those. Um, so those are the main ones coming along. And then the major buff coming with Strand is Woven Mail. This ability, the Guardian is sheathed in protective mesh of Strand matter, matter, reducing incoming damage. In PvP, Woven Mail only reduces damage to the body. Head and melee damage is will continue as normal. So if you have Woven Mail on, you can still get one tap sniped. You're still going to get punched the same way. What do you guys think about that? Like Woven Mail kind of has like a PvE benefit, but in PvP, again, this is that fear, I think, where they're Worried about making things too strong? Cog, you're kind of shaking your head. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Um, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I think that, you know, let's be honest, the hell sh the headshot is kind of like the skill thing that you, you want to do ideally in PvP. So I could see that as a nice little trade-off because to me, this is all the the learnings of stasis, right? If you, if you come in there and you apply exactly one-to-one -one how it affects from PvE to PvP, you have a broken PvP. And I think they're very concerned about the sandbox. I'm actually okay with this. I'm okay with the Wolven Mail. I was going to ask you, uh, E, about the... Um, do doesn't the Titan have any effect with the Wolven Mail? Do they lean into it a little bit as yeah, far as so like... we've got into stuff? the fray one of our aspects. Destroying okay. a Tangle weaves Wolven Mail onto the Titan and, and nearby allies. In addition to reducing damage, this aspect also increases the Titan's melee energy regeneration while wearing Wolven Mail. Right. And, and what I was thinking is what I'm hoping for you guys, because I, I do admit, like, for the first, look, I always tease. I'm it's like an over shield, basically. Yeah. So, what, what I'm hoping is that the benefit that we don't know the true benefit of the Titan strand class yet. And what I'm hoping is maybe it has end game potential outside of the super. Because I do agree with you guys. I'm, I'm getting tired of Titans not with the roaming supers not really being as effective for in-game content as the class mm -hmm. you really want to play because it's too risky to be doing in a Grandmaster or whatever raid or what have you. So I'm curious how they handle that. But I like that aspect, and I'm hoping, hoping <laughs> that there's a little Solar 3.0 feel. Because remember when we first read about it, we mm -hmm. learned about Solar 3.0, we were like, I don't know, fam. That don't sound hot like voice out. Like, we wasn't <laughs> amped. I remember, I was just like, this seems safe and boring, and I don't know, right? I mean, Scorch sound cool. So what? all I'm hoping is that at least, especially for the Titan, because I've seen the Titan delegation is upset. Like, E, I remember you and Trav were upset. Like, I am seeing the Titan delegation. I mean, it was so much of a thing that the yeah. Destiny 2 team YouTube or Twitter account literally acknowledged it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's something I was surprised to see, actually. But they're like, we know you guys are out there. There's probably going to be some other stuff. They just maybe may not say it. Who knows? But yeah. Hunters, you guys, on the other hand, for your aspects, you've got, uh, you get a slam now. So you get your big ensnaring slam, or you when you slam to the ground, you go, and all the stuff around you is now suspended. So you're going to be. You already had a slam, E. Shatter dive. Yeah, I was going to say shatter dive, quick fall. <laughs> Okay, add another one to your arsenal then. <laughs> but again, that's that's the thing. It's like, so I say that and I'm reading it out loud and you guys are like, yep, add that one. So again, coming back to what Travis said, it's like the safe and kind of consistent basis here. Like the unique thing about the rope dart, you've got the threadling kind of minion mastery. There's a couple things that are unique. The lashes, you know, the barricade lashing and stuff like that. There are a couple unique twists. 
but it is kind of a green skin on what feels like, if you really break it down, like some things that we feel like we might have seen before. Um, I want to give. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, I, was, I just want to give um some some props to the mobility part, though. I, I'm I'm very curious to see how that's, that implements. You know, as far as like using a grenade to, and I feel like hunters even have more of an extension upon it, but warlocks and titans can utilize it. So I think that changes the sandbox. I'm I'm curious. Like I, as a person who floofs and can't jump, um, I would like to know how I can move around the map efficiently and maybe solve my my issues. So to me, <laughs> this is exciting as as a less skilled jumper. And here's a, here's a question. Would you yes. are you going to use the grapple as your grenade or are you gonna want a threadling grenade to be able to take advantage of that more? Because you're the minion guy. Yeah, I am the minion guy, but for all raids and jumping puzzles, I will be switching to strand. Thank you. That's probably I I believe that 100 percent Yes, and thank you. Yes. Thank you, Budgie, for accommodating my accessibility for warlocks. I love this. This is great. This is great. Skill accessibility, really important. Uh, I don't play Warlock because I can't jump. That's the only reason I don't play Warlock is I can't jump anywhere. And I forget that I'm a hunter or that I'm not a hunter and I try to dodge and it's just a thing. But the jumping is terrible. Thank you. The falling (laughs) is terrible. (laughs) It's true. Titans have the best PVE jump. Hunters Mm -hmm. have the best PVP jump. Yes. Warlocks, lost souls. Lost Warlocks, <laughs> Warlocks have the safest landing, which actually yeah, will yeah, be less there. of a thing coming up. But yeah, thank you for reduced yeah. fall damage. Yeah, yes. we'll get there. Floof no fall down. Great. That flew up. <laughs> so, um, before I kind of go into like the grapple piece, I do want to talk about that a little bit and what the hunter is going to be able to do. I want to see you guys in the trailer. When you watch the trailer, you're like, okay, we got a whole lot of green strand going on. You're seeing Cabal. You're seeing Vex. I know we got the Neo Muna as like the backdrop, which I'm still curious the size of the destination. We've kind of wondered about that mm-hmm. one. Where are you with regards to, and I'm not trying to be mean to Bungie here, but I'm like Cabal with a different paint job and Vex. Where are you guys at with regards to, hey, we're going to be in a new destination, but similar looking enemies. The Shadow Legion might have some variation to them. Hopefully they have some different attacks and stuff. But where are you guys at with what we're facing? Yeah, I I really would like. I mean, surprise! Travis wants more from Destiny. Um, <laughs> I uh, I I'm I'm honestly, I would have traded Strand for a new enemy faction. Ooh. A lot, like 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 if that's where they put their. Obviously, I'm sure enemy factions are much more difficult. Otherwise, they would have done it already. I'm sure that's true. Um, but uh, you know, like if that if they had put their their time and effort into that, I think that would have mixed up the Destiny sandbox a lot more because we haven't gotten one since the taking king which was a year after destiny came out and it feels like we're due for one um you know maybe we'll get that with uh the final shape but i think it's safe to say that all we're getting with this is one new mob which i'm happy with about I'm, I'm glad that they're it seems like every expansion their goal is to get one new enemy type into the sandbox yeah. you know they added the, the, the chicken walkers yeah yeah chicken walkers, the tormentor right. coming um, so they, they've been adding uh, mobs here and there, which which is great. Um, but I would love it if they could if they could find a way to do that, because it feels like with the darkness coming, it would be weird if we were just facing the same enemies we've been fighting for 10 years. Um, sure. Just it just feels that way to me. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely um, 
think that that we're due for one. And I think it it is the single thing. I mean, to me, that's why the Taken King was the best expansion because fighting the Taken changed everything about Destiny. They were yeah. all different enemies, that different vibe. It just felt like a new threat was here. Um, and with the exception of reskins, that it doesn't feel like that's happened in a while. So, yeah. So I was going to ask you guys, um, as we're kind of talking about enemy types, what is your, what are one or two enemies that is your least favorite to face? Sammy, I want to ask you first. Champion. Uh, specific or type, just general. Uh, I mean, overall. yeah, you can go specific. You can say like taking captain. Or you can just say you know whatever. Vex goblin. Ooh, mm. interesting. Because you can't wow. hit their crit spot. Yes, I got you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I know. I know oh exactly what you mean, especially with a bow. Oh, it just drives me insane. I get yeah, because the little thing in there, and then if you hit them wrong, then they crouch down, and you They're gotta like, just like wait. I know. I have no patience for them. They drive me insane. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm sorry, I... I'm all worked up now. No, no, that's the I. You as soon as you said it, I'm like, there's only one reason for this, so I got a call. Um, that's kind of amazing. You got one other. I'm so worked up. Not right now. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Cog, what about you? Give me one of your one of those um, enemies that you just can't stand looking at. Love hate relationship with the scorn. I like that they're new. But they were a little oppressive with the with the sniping. Remember when they used to get you from back? And then like I like that they added what is it the the almost like a stasis slow for the like their mobs are really annoying because they got one the chieftains. That, that are, yeah, the chieftains will mess you up in a bunch of different ways. All yeah, of a sudden you're on fire. You're yeah. like tractor beamed. Then you they're, got the they're immune. Ones. Yeah, I'm like yeah. yeah. This, I love it though because it does challenge you. But they are like they could be really painful. Like they could be annoying. I remember what's that? What's the one? Uh, what's the uh, raid like? Uh, pinnacle mission preservation. Preservation. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're in there. They're in. Yeah. <laughs> Especially that last where you got to fight the three main three kind guys. of captains, and then it's all the rushers with the the little uh, slow chain and thing. Oh yeah, they they could really get annoying. So yeah, but but again, it's fun. It's challenging. So that, that's my love hate. What you got, Trav? Travis, what about you? I totally forgot about the scorn, by the way. Uh, mm -hmm. that, they, that did get added on Forsaken, yeah. um, which maybe is uh, not a good sign for the scorn and their impact on the game. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. For me, like when I fight scorn, I'm like, yeah, these are just fallen, right? I don't know. Um, anyway, <laughs> they kind of just remind me of them. There's zombie fallen. Um, Probably zombie. very breaking right, but that is lore, fair. Though, but... That is, that is fair. I will count scorn as a different mob type because they do have, they behave differently. It's a, a different type of enemy. Mm -hmm. Um, my least favorite mob type is curious. Those uh minds that slow you down. <laughs> if I could delete anything from the game, I would delete <laughs> that. I would immediately right. just delete yes. that. Oh, oh, right, right up. That's a good one. Anyway. That's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. Oh man. Because if you see it popping up, but you're busy fighting something, you're listening, like, I just yeah. I want to shoot it, and then it yep. goes poof, and you're like, oh. even if I even if I'm not, dude, I like why why is it when I when I'm going through a level, I have to stop and play a game of minesweeper? Like every <laughs> you know, every goddamn room is is that. It, it just really bothers me. Uh they could honestly they could delete that from the game, and I think it would make the game better if they just deleted it. <laughs> That's I used Battleground that moon yes. mission. Oh. I was like we are matchmaking with blueberries. Why would they put these somewhere where your blueberry is going to run in front of you and then you're going to be stuck? 
I can't. Like, yeah, they're not it, gonna clean up their mess. I was fuming. Oh, if you're the if you're not the first one down the hallway or whatever, and yeah. somebody's booking it, you just have a wall of, the, and you're just like, I'm just gonna go grab some water. I'll wait for these things to die down. I'll yeah. come back. You know what I call mm-hmm. it in my fire team? I call it uh, mine crop dusting. That's what it feels like. <laughs> you ever get crop dusted? That's what your friends are doing to you, man. They just set off mines and leave you oh. leave you in the the fog. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I was gonna I say love shooting them though. Yeah, yeah it's nice too. if you can pick them off before you're like, yes, small victories. Um mm-hmm. the two yeah, of yeah. mine, one probably for the longest time until I kind of figured a little more of a way to handle them. The chickens, mm-hmm. the wyverns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because one, it's very inconsistent what it takes to have their crit spot even show up. Yes. Good. You point. can like smash them with a grenade, that'll kind of do it. Sometimes you don't hit them enough. You can hit them with primary all day, doesn't do anything. Now, typically, if they're like red bars, you can get them 50% and finish them. That's not as big of a deal in something like Burn and Throw Lost Sector or something. But if they have any type of chunkier health situation on a wyvern, then, yeah, they are just an absolute royal pain. So those, and then honorable mention, because somebody said it in chat, is the uh, Cabal Drop Pod that has killed us all more than probably almost anything else in the game. Outside of the Architects, but the Cabal Drop Pods, which were made by... The architects. <laughs> yeah, Farnsworth, we love you. We yeah. had you on, but we hate you. You said you are responsible yeah. for creating the drop pod. And I, like, they're magnets to my head. Like, I <laughs> literally always get hit by that thing. Man. So yeah, Briggs are not that big of a threat. Somebody mentioned them in chat. I was thinking, like, Briggs were an addition. Um, they can... But they were they were uh, beyond light. Like I said, yes. the past couple of years, they've been adding one every one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like it was, we got the Briggs, Briggs, Chicken Walkers, chicken and, walkers. and the, yeah. you know, the Lucent Hive were kind of their own thing. So mm-hmm. maybe we'll get what? Uh, Tormentors, and then maybe the Shadow Legion have like one extra guy. I don't know yet, but we'll see. Everybody seems to think from one screenshot that there is an extra minion somewhere in Lightfall, that there's something kind of bigger than a chicken, but not... I don't know if it's a mini boss. But again, the tormentor, uh, something other than the tormentor. There Great might type really? in, yeah, there might be another Ooh. enemy type or mini boss, or we'll see. Okay, okay. Mini screams also fun. probably a royal pain from the, uh, especially if it was, one, yeah, the mini, yeah, the mini screams especially. Oh, yeah, it's gone, man. I'm telling you, the mini screams. Yeah, they, they were in cool the as- Grandmaster of. I can't even remember the name of the strike. Mm-hmm. It had dropped Mindbender's ambition. Everybody hated farming it. Scream champions. Yeah. Scream champion. I'm done. Of the flood. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, we're we're falling down the rabbit hole. Mm. Grapple though. Um, nice thing about grapple, even saw a question on Twitter about it. Hollow Lair, thank you. Um Grapple, we are gonna be able to grapple once, it sounds like anywhere in the world, just like out of thin air, you're gonna be able to grapple once and pull yourself. Now we also figured out from the trailer and other things, if you pick up a tangle and chunk it. You can grapple to the tangle and follow your basically bomb that you threw. You can follow it with it. You can actually grapple to the tangle, which will recharge your grapple. And then you can follow the tangle on and then you could go slam. Like the way they describe there's one. I'll read it here because just the way this reads in theory, they it sounds like it's fun. But they also describe the subclass as one that is high actions per minute. Actions per minute is from like strategy games like real-time strats like StarCraft and other things, the more you can do, the more efficient, obviously, you're going to be. So they basically state, I think it's Eric Smith saying this one, he's like, I defeat an enemy with my melee ability, and they unwind into a tangle. I grapple onto the tangle, which refunds my grapple. I snatch the tangle out of midair, 
I then hurl the tangle at a group of enemies in the distance, grappling onto the tangle again while it flies, pulling me through the air behind it. As the tangle nears the group, I slam down out of my grapple to suspend a lone enemy who went off from the group as the tangle lands on a group of enemies and explodes. So in theory, by reading that, there is some fun combinations of stuff that we're going to be able to do. Mm -hmm. But also for somebody like Sammy, when you're in a grandmaster, are you really going to be able to do something like that when you're worried about like peeking out slightly at all when you're in like the tough spot moment? So like Strand, I wonder, might actually be very fun in your mid-level activities, like our seasonal activities and your strikes and your basic nightfalls. But if you go into a GM flying around that much, I feel like you are going to die. So again... We'll have to see more of how it goes. But the grapple, the hunter, as we said, the hunter gets a bonus of Widow Silk. This aspect grants an additional grenade charge, so you get two. Uh, the hunter's grapple ability provides a persistent grapple tangle when it latches. So you're going to throw it, and it's going to make a permanent one. Uh, and that fully refunds your grenade energy, so you're still going to have two left over. Hunters can use this ability to set up a chain of grapple points that their entire team can use, greatly enhancing their ability to quickly move around in a combat environment. So I think you guys, if there's anywhere somebody needs to go quickly, like if there's a raid mechanic and you need to go somewhere, I think you're going to be the one who gets nominated. So yep. I hope you're ready to be like, yo, go grapple down that hallway and grab that thing and come back because you can do it the fastest, which in theory is actually cool if you get that much mobility. Um, do you guys think they would set up, whether it's a strike Seasonal activity, raid, any type of mechanic where you almost need that to happen. You, I'm getting I don't a giant. Think so okay, I'm getting very differing opinions. Uh, uh, Cog had the big sh head shake, and then I'll get the counter. Cog, why do you think so? Um, I think they like to showcase it. It's it's because it, it, the way the way I look at it, part of me feels like not that it's game breaking, but I feel like there's gonna be if we use strand mobility in older content right it will be very advantageous so there's a part of me that feels that they're gonna have i don't want to call them like parkour sections or something like that where they want to kind of showcase it and maybe it's a dungeon maybe it's a strike you know maybe it's a raid but i'm curious what sammy feels because i see like she's on the other side of it and i'm curious like if she think like maybe that's too restrictive they won't put us in that situation uh, I don't think that they're going to put us in that situation for a few reasons. One is I'm assuming that it's going to be a new world, a new destination that everybody can go to. Um, whereas like there's the story and, you know, strand, you're going to have to actually own the expansion for. So things like, you know, lost sectors, strikes. Um, well, can you play strikes, the strikes that are specific if you don't have the expansion? No. I don't remember. I don't think you can do the oh, Nightfall. Yeah. If the Vanguard Ops throws you in there, can you do it? Because Vanguard Ops, you might... I think you can if you're in Vanguard Ops. I think yeah. that one you might be able to, but if it's Nightfall, I feel like you can't. Like, if it's the Glassway, for example, and you don't own Beyond Light, I feel like you can't... Yeah, somebody said it. Yes, you can play Strikes, not the Nightfalls. Thank you, chat. Um, also, not the... Well, it doesn't matter, but yeah. You can't select it. Yep. I think anything that would give you a locked loadout or anything that would match make you, um, it would be too restrictive. Trying to coordinate that with other blueberries. I think it would cause a lot more problems 
just trying to work it all out where who's going to play, you know, the hunter class. You're almost going to need to make sure, am I going to be forced to be the hunter every time because I don't trust the people I'm matching? Well, then I know they're getting rid of match game, which will be great. Yes. But you're still, I mean, you're still stuck in it. I know they want us to play different roles, but it's kind of like the, I don't know, is the hunter now going to be the utility one? Where we're just... I don't know, being you're nominated hunter just end. like somebody was previously nominated for divinity. You're just like, you you do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's exactly what I was thinking about. Is I'm not the one with divinity because I'm the one with the grapple. So I don't think they would limit people. Yeah. I would hope they wouldn't limit. I guess my mindset, just to clarify, was more so like um, lightfall specific content that would like for example like maybe a specific part of the campaign has okay. a section I mean, that I can right? see, I can yeah. see yeah. that yeah, yeah. No, that's, I what I, that that's what I was actually sure. doing uh -oh. or like, the, like when the new raid drops right because again you got to have the expansion you got to have that content it'll be paywall behind the exclusive content yeah. for maybe a, a campaign mission period. I can't see the raid okay oh, well, the main reason I don't see the raid if you think about challenges beat it with all the classes they're not mm -hmm. going to make you require any specific class in there. Oh, yes. That, so mm -hmm. if you're going to go through and get like the raid seal, point. the point. whole Good team point. needs to use a void or whatever for one of those things. So at some point you basically kind of scratch that out. So just from previous history, it makes me think not. Now, oh. would I like it if there was now I would wouldn't mind if there was an advantage to using the new subclass, like there was something that mm -hmm. you were more capable of doing or if there was a jumping puzzle, but you could grapple it faster, like you were climbing up some spire or something like I could see a benefit to it, but nothing to where I think it would be a complete detriment that you couldn't accomplish it just because, again, triumphs and yeah. other things. No, good um, point. That's actually a valid point. So it's kind of a toss up. But yeah, hunters are the masters of grapple. Warlocks, the masters of threadlings and then titans i think the titans really are the only ones with like the lashes like the big sweeping like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the lash that comes out of the barricade the lash that comes mm -hmm. out of the exotic the triple the super mm -hmm. i think that's kind of our thing because i don't know mm -hmm. if i've seen either of the two specifically do that gotcha. um we've got a couple of fragments and that's the thing that suspends them right e yeah, so I think if you yeah. hit them with the lashes, they get suspended. I don't know if the super, like the Wolverine double slash, is like damage or both. Um, but yeah. E, yep. Do we maybe have that... any? Okay, I'm sorry, Trap. Go ahead. I was going to say maybe that's why they have been uh, not commenting on the Titan situation because they may have accidentally given Titan stasis 2.0 if we're able to suspend people. For long periods of time. I was just about to see what Travis said. I was yeah. about to ask who else can suspend. Uh well everyone can with the bola grenade. See, it's like a grenade okay. that'll give an area of effect. Mm -hmm. Um you warlocks can if you absorb the bola grenade, then your mm -hmm. ammo turns into on kill little area of suspension effect. So you're mm -hmm. the only one who can do that. Mm -hmm. Um and then I'm sure there's gonna be an aspect or fragment that probably has some or a fragment that can probably do that. There's four fragments we know about. They have the threat of ascent. Activating your grenade ability reloads your equipped weapon and grants increased weapon handling and airborne effectiveness for a short time. That's probably a PvP thing. Threat of fury. Damaging a target with a tingle grants melee energy. Uh, the threat of finality is going to live on Cog's character because that's finishers <laughs> generate threadlings. And then the threat of warding. Picking up an orb uh, grants woven mail. So that's where it kind of goes back into 
making orbs and tying it into your thing. Interesting. Is there anything I haven't really mentioned on Strayan? I know we got the grapple. I know we've got definitions. There's a couple of universal grenades. Shout out to Forte. Shout out to the super chats real quick. I've had a couple of them uh, real fast. MRI gamer, Bow Lady. That was literally the super chat. So, Bow Lady, thank you for the $2 super chat. Uh, Necromancer Zale, welcome back, Travis. Glad to have you, Travis. Glad you're back. And then Forte just recently. I love it. Back to the days of needing a hunter to beat Crota. Us hunters might be more <laughs> useful in PvE. So you got some love. You got some hunter love in there. Forte, like of course, holding it down. Yeah. Oh, that's looking good. Yeah, hunter's not doing I told bad. you, you we we won't be useless yeah. in a raid anymore. <laughs> You'll need us for something. We need you. No. And oh, you're like, we oh. Already started, we already mm -hmm. started needing you after they nerfed. Uh, um, Which one? The bitch beam. Oh, oh yeah, divinity. Yeah. Divinity. divinity. <laughs> I was trying divinity. not to say that term, but I know what you're saying. Yes, divinity. Uh, Salute. But yeah, I also tried to to be in my defense. I tried to also not say. And you're it. like, yeah, I just didn't tried, tried tried hard. Yeah, I just call it that I, so often. It was the only thing I could think. Of. The word. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think though about yeah. the idea that the grapple is your grenade now there's a, gr a grapple Ooh. like melee punch basically i think if you grapple towards an enemy you can finish with a melee and do trying to remember if it's like severing where you kind of weaken them a little bit do you think that's a fair way to put grapple but if you choose another grenade now you don't have a grapple where do you guys land on this i kind of think that it's too uh, it's not restrict. It's not it, to me. It feels like everybody's going to choose the grapple because the grapple Ooh. seems like just better. You know what I mean? Like it, it's better for PVE because you can swing around and get to high places. PVP, it's arguably better because you know distance and getting up to places you don't want to get and flying over people is always more useful. Um, and sacrificing a grenade for that, I don't know if it's an equal trade. I almost wonder, you know, should you not be able to jump? But you get to grapple. Ooh. Should you uh, <laughs> lose? Should you lose your class ability? Um, only problem with that is yeah, that's like, what would you, you know, give up for it if not the grenade? Would you give up melee yeah. for it instead and keep your grenade? That also doesn't really feel fair. I'd give it up. Feel, my it melee. feels like it feels like you're getting a good deal either way. Getting up your grenade and your melee both feel like you're you're getting the better deal, and therefore anybody using strand is going to choose grapple. And I kind of want it to be like a a coin toss i kind of want it like if it was if hunters have to choose between grapple or dodge it would be 50 50 you know what i mean i can see that more i mean if i had to choose but then between... that would be a well versus grapple i also yeah. think that's kind of equivalent the only problem with that strategy the reason i don't like that solution is because then if ever the people who do choose grapple, then there's no difference between the classes, you know, the warlocks and the hunters are mm -hmm. kind of identical. I think a couple of people shatter onto it actually. They're saying in hard PvE content or map locate like map dependent, some may use the grapple to more advantage. Some you may not really want to be flying around on a grapple if you're risky and harder content. So if you're doing something I wouldn't. Right. Mm -mm. Yeah, I guess it's I fair if you're talking about if you're talking about a like a grandmaster nightfall yeah. or whatever if you can just I was like thinking just for like general content and for pvp like why would you choose the grenade is just my initial kind of thought but yeah if you're hiding behind cover and cog all of a sudden chunks out a threadling grenade and it can go make some stuff that kills stuff and he doesn't even have to see it that's probably going to be more advantageous and high level content and he can enjoy all of his little minions 
and perchings. I was like, really? We're going to call them perchings? They almost sound cute. I love it. They sound adorable. You guys get all the buddies. Come join the Warlocks. I'm telling you, it's nice over here. You know, I might now that you guys have perching (laughs) buddies. Literally going to have a a perching plushie. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I want a perching plushie. <laughs> You're welcome, Bungie. Make that and you'll, you know, at least you got one sale right there. So we go. Anything else you guys want to talk about specifically strand related? Well, I mean, we pretty, pretty much had it. You know, it's going to be interesting to trade off. Crushed it. Knocked it out of yeah. the parky. Okay. That's all us. Yeah, he, he broke it down. Uh, I've done it multiple times this week for videos and stuff. So I've had some practice. Um, well, it was helpful. The other thing we got is the abilities and beyond kind of sandbox update for non-strand stuff. Uh, for your 3.0 subclasses, we got a lot of stuff over the past year, Arc Solar Void 3.0. And now that all that stuff's been effect, some's been hot, some's been cold, a little balancing here and there. They're trying to get a little more of everything going on. And they also know we're going into Lightfall with loadouts. Your artifact mods are no longer going to be mods. They're passive unlocks, which I still love the idea of that. I wish that would have been the way from the beginning. Um, And you're going to be able to run multiple copies of mods like Bomber, Grenade Kickstart, Utility Kickstart, Invigoration, Hands-On. You're going to be able to run multiple of those. And they even state that armor mod energy costs have been reduced across the board. Um, Artifact and the fact that... Sorry, armor mods have costs have been reduced. Artifact mods don't need to be slotted. So double win on those. That being said, they did say for Lightfall, we're making a change for passive cooldowns. They rescaled the efficacy of discipline, strengthen each class ability stat. So, you know, if I point at everybody, it's like recovery, or resilience and mobility for each of our classes. Um, in general, the regeneration provided by a tier 10 stat now will be equivalent to a tier 8 stat when we get to Lightfall. So, like, if you get tier 10 benefits now and it's, like, a 40-second recharge, and right now a tier 8 is 52 seconds for, say, a grenade, now the tier 10 is going to be 52. So they're trying to slow down abilities as a general baseline cooldown, but they're also saying each stat is going to be a little more consistent, kind of a little more of a linear graph as opposed to some funky, weird curves to it. And the reason I kind of state that together is I wanted to get your guys' takes on do you feel that them pulling back cooldowns is a bad thing or do you think it's a good thing for you know like challenging content do you feel like the mods may still break the game anyway and it doesn't matter where are you guys at on the idea of your abilities are just going to be slower in probably general i'm Sammy? okay with it uh or travis go for it yeah i'm sorry no just, go for it no, you go ahead. jump in yeah uh i was just gonna say I, I think i'm okay with it i think probably uh you're heated Ooh, <laughs> I, I think probably um, she has opinions we're gonna get those don't worry we'll get them the problem with giving people a lot of uh, options for their abilities is that then they don't rely on their guns too much and your guns are kind of the main thing in destiny, right? They're supposed to be. Um, and so I'm, I'm okay with them slowing it down a little bit. That said, I don't like waiting on my abilities for the same reason. I hate reloading as a mechanic in games because I get that it's a decision, but you only need to play Doom Eternal for like five minutes before you go. Why is that in games? You know what I mean? Like, why why do you have reloading? It kind of makes you question all of the the things you once thought. Um, and so I I uh, I'm of two minds. One, your abilities are what de- makes Destiny Destiny, so they should definitely be prominently featured. But also, guns are important. And so whatever they need to do to find that balance, I'm 
happy with. I think there does need to be a balance and they have more data than I do. So I, if they, if they tell me that people are spamming abilities, I'm want to believe them. So. Oh, Sammy. Other side of this. Where are you at on this one? Um, I would like my dodge back fully. <laughs> Please. Well, it is because, going because it you is wanna, getting because you want to go in viz, right? Because you said earlier you're an invis clutch kind of a hunter, right? Okay, let's not blame me here, guys. <laughs> like <laughs> let's okay, not you, that's the, re the recent change is being reverted. Your dodge is actually yeah, getting that's true. Getting a little um, less. I believe it's gonna be about two seconds faster at tier 10, I think. Which is a lot, which is a ton. Um, you wouldn't think two seconds is a lot, but it really is. Uh, right now, it's just it's it's in a rough place. I'm interested to see where it's going to be. Um, I'm talking about marksman dodge for the most part right now. Uh, I'm interested where it's going to be once they do rescale it, because yeah, they're rescaling it. They're giving us. You know, it was eight or 10 seconds they took away, I think. Yeah, it's a little farther down. It was Marksman's was eight. 34, um, but now it's back down to 29. And then Gambler's was or currently is 46. It's going back to 38. So it's five seconds yep. and six, eight seconds. Yep. Um, I think it's going to be tier 10. What was it? I don't remember. Right now at tier 10, Gamblers is, I think, 23 seconds, which is rough because um, however you you spin it, basically, I can't stay in Viz for as long as I would like to. Definitely. For, for permanent. <laughs> or, uh, and I'm talking about with like with Graviton Forfeit, with Six Coyote, with additional mods on there to help up my dodge, refresh my... Um, what is it? My class ability, even uh, lower the cooldown, like all of that right now. It's just it's hard where it's at. So I'm glad that they are going to be reverting that change, but rescaling it. It's it's kind of like, OK, how much do I actually get back? Yeah. And I think for hunters, class ability is a lot. I mean, it is a ton for hunters for yeah. what we do, yeah. especially. Yeah. Melee. Melee is a huge thing, especially on Void. Melee is a massive thing. Uh, I would say on Arc, especially with Combination Blow. May or class ability to get that melee back is a big thing. Uh, I, I think that there should be more changes in cool. I think they should just have it where it is now. Just give it to us where it is now, please. Sammy, <laughs> because uh, you should, you should you should change your Twitch name to Mrs. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Why? She, uh, I guess you, you haven't seen Fantastic Four. She's, that's the invisible Fantastic woman. Yeah. She's the one who goes invisible. Yeah. Hey, invisible woman. Oh. Mm -hmm. anyway, that was a, way, oh, a while ago. Sorry. Right. <laughs> okay. so, do you think, though, I was going to ask you, though, because I mean, if you run. And I was going to ask you a different question for your solo content here in a second. But if you're running stuff solo right now, it's advantageous to run, say, like Weekend Clear, even though you probably don't because you always run bows. But you still might run solo operative or something like that if you're running. Um, if you're building into invisibility, 
and the fact that you don't need any artifact mods on there. You can do utility kickstart, so you can get your class ability back. You can do melee kickstart. You can do outreach, um, invigoration, innervation. You can kind of really build into that a little more. And I'm wondering, do you think the loadouts maybe slotting in multiple of those will be able to make up the difference of the scaling? Do you think there's enough space in the loadouts to do that? I'm curious. I think that there is, being that we don't have to worry about slotting artifact mods. Um, right now, with my corrupted run, my corrupted GM run, I'm having an issue with where to put things. Mm -hmm. So I'm very out of my comfort zone. I have absolutely nothing that helps my cooldown. So I'm running around, you know, actually counting out loud. Okay, I have my dodge. Okay, I have my melee. I have to go find an enemy to dodge near <laughs> to get my melee back. Um, because I play without HUD, so I don't see it. It's, it's even scarier to see how slow it is to, to recharge. But, um, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, Does anybody else I can't really do anything maybe? right now. Mm -hmm. Interesting. What were you going to say, Travis? Does anybody what? Uh, oh, I was going to say, oh, uh, does anybody else think that maybe? Oh, it's great. Shocking. Oh, your name is Sammy Cat. I would the never have guessed that. Sammy that that's actually you need to move her? No. No. Okay. Gets, she gets a cameo. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, a, a cat meow. Meow. A cam meow. Oh, oh that's meow. good. A cam meow. Cam meow. Got him. Uh, I was going to say, does anybody else think that maybe cooldowns should be determined by how many people are in your fire team? Because to me, That's a solo cooldown feels like it should be faster than if you have six people that can all spam the same ability. Titans Ooh. can just like pop wall after wall, you know what I mean? And uh, sorry, I'll move. Oh, I love no, it. No, yeah, it's hilarious. No, yeah, video. It. This is the hilarious. bonus for the video show. That's it's the best part. Of yeah. We just unfortunately just get nobody's going to listen to my point because there's a cat there. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I kind of feel like it should be context sensitive based on how many people on your fire team or allied players that you're you're playing yeah, with. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty clear. That's I pretty mean, clear. that's somebody in chat said the solo operative mod, uh, some form it needs to be permanent, and I think that's when the campaign is like on solo and you know how much damage it takes. Two is still reasonable, but three gets kind of ridiculous. But in general, I think what Travis is saying is like when you're by yourself, you have to depend on so much more. Every single enemy in whatever arena you're in looks at you. So I do need a little bit more of, hey, I need a barricade more often. I need to go invisible more often. Let me have like a rift that lives there. Like, I mean, if you're trying to do things solo, it does feel like some of that stuff could scale. Now, granted, I don't know if Bungie's afraid of making solo more advantageous than the team play because the friend game is the end game, but. I like, I mean, the idea of a solo player having some benefit while they're by their cell, by themselves, and then once, as soon as even if one other person totally changes the game, like solo versus even one other. So, I mean, I I would like to see something like that. The solo operative this season is a tease that I worry we're not going to see a while for a while because mm -hmm. it's been nice to have the bonus be like, if you want to go run a dungeon, fifteen percent more damage is waiting for you in a mod. Why not? And it's just kind of like I I would like to see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it's necessary. I, I kind of lean with Travis in this one. I can only speak for the Warlock delegation because I feel like, you know, since the 3.0 updates, I really feel powerful. I feel my uptimes are high. I feel like, you know, I'm running arc. 
I can get things chained go pretty pretty good. Um, I feel like all of them have utility, and and I'm and it's really high uptime. So now that the mods are, but what I what I'm what I'm most excited about Lightfall is I feel like the sandbox is really changing, and now what we we're getting rid of the affinity. Oh, this is tied to void in order to have this, you know, cool so down. So happy reduction. that's going away. Oh like, my so gosh, happy. me too. That oh, and so match game both. Like those yeah, are huge. So, so for me, Lightfall excites me for quality of life. Like I'm gonna mm-hmm. get to play the way I want to play and not be restricted and forced to wear certain colors and, and do all this foolishness just to build the way I want to build. So that part excites me. As far as um. The abilities, it, it was kind of overdue. I, I'm with Trav in the sense that we're getting away from gunplay and we're, we're getting ability spamming. Now, I do empathize with Sammy on solo play, and I think you guys are making fantastic points on solo play scaling. And I think, you know, they've kind of dabbled with Witch Queen campaign when you're by yourself. Things are a little less, right? You know, they're dabbling with contest mode and Seraph Shield, you know, five levels above. So they they to me they're tweaking, they're getting there. And I, I think Travel makes an excellent point with, you know, fire team scaling or in, in in relation to ability cooldowns. Yeah. Because if you're solo, it is hard. You, you said you got I don't know how you guys do it. Like I think you guys are superstars. Both of you. Sammy E. Like anything solo, like the few times I've done something solo, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> Woo, that was I need an award for just I mean, doing anything like that. So like yeah, it, it should be something that they should consider. So we gotta see how it goes. But I, I think they're to me, this is a constant tweak fest by Bungie. They 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 still try to refine and get to where they need to go, and I think Lightfall is probably a little bit more ambitious in their sandbox play and and, and just how they want to go. But I'm curious what you eat. Uh, I mean, for me, you guys are all like valid points. I don't know if there's too much more I can add. I mean, solo player, I feel like the solo operative is a nice nod to acknowledge the solo players because there's enough people that have watched my videos to say, hey, I probably wouldn't have done this except for your guide or whatever it may be. And it's like, there are a lot of people who look at something, but don't have that group to play with and making that barrier to entry, making some of the abilities a little faster. If she's, if Sammy's over here trying to survive just that little bit, and she's the only one running around with no HUD, like a crazy person with bows and she's still getting it done, but it's just like, how many attempts have you got on your corrupted this week? What was it? Not this week. I've done it since GM started, but I might be at 177. Yeah, that is persistence like no other. <laughs> she is bound and determined to get it done, and you may have just broken Travis. So that is that is a thing. But I mean, I mean, I can tell you anything that you solo that is going to be at a high level in Destiny. There are going to be some deaths involved unless you're just like one of those beast players. Like most of us die a lot to learn it. But there is a point to where. And I think one of the biggest things is the legend campaign scaling is not not a bad way to go for a solo player, but I think the three players is too far. And it's like how many it's one thing to say, hey, I understand the mechanics and I can kind of stand an endurance phase. But depending say 177. Yes, she did. Yeah. But we do attempts, we name our attempts. I name my attempts after Pokemon according to their national Pokedex number. So we're so on, on like attempt the... number Flaffy, whose national Pokedex number is 178. 
All right. Well, that is it, kind of amazingly unique. I mean, granted, there are a lot of Pokemon helps. behind you on that shelf, so I get it. You just reminded me of, uh, you know, if you read, ever read the book, The Count of Monte Cristo, where he's in jail for like 11 years. And he says to somebody, there are 7,351 stones in my walls. I have counted them many times. And then the other guy who's been in jail for even longer goes, yes, but have you named them yet? That's what you just, that's what, that's what you just did for me. You're like, how broken is your brain? Well, you're naming how stuff How broken now. are you? I love it. I love uh, it. And I kind of want to use this yeah. as take up point because I didn't actually get into it as much earlier. I want to know more about you soloing content because, I mean, right now, loadouts, you might throw some of these ideas you've got kind of out the window and start over with a fresh whiteboard because loadouts are going to be kind of changing things up for you. But right now, when you go into, say, you want to solo Corrupted or whatever you've soloed, I know you soloed Spire. I watched that one. Um, when you go into these things, are there limitations that bows bring to you? Are there certain things you like about bows, don't like about bows? And then also, You've got to give me your full feedback on Leviathan's breath and its changes that are coming actually might be good for you. But so I kind of want to understand your process of like, how did you get into bows only for like challenges? And then also when you go to think about like one of these encounters, how does putting the loadout come together? So I got into bows because I just absolutely love bows and video games. Uh, they're not the best at all with DPS. They're not the most practical <laughs> in most situations. Um, cool. They're so cool. <laughs> so I would always run one. And anytime I would do more endgame stuff with a team, people would get upset with me because I was running a bow. So being who I am, decided that I would run two bows. Uh, <laughs> if you don't like the one bow, um, I've got another one for you. I've got another Ooh. one for you. <laughs> And then Leviathan's Breath came along and I was like, okay, well, people say that you can't do much at all with, you know, one bow. Okay, two bows you can't do much with. Well, let's go ahead and do three bows. And I ended up doing uh, Prophecy as my first like real solo going through it and my first solo flawless. And probably out of like, I don't know, 150 people that were watching over the course of it. Four people, including myself, um, three other people, thought that I could actually complete it with all bows. Everybody else was like, no, it's not possible. And I did. And it was amazing because I was able to say, OK, with exception of those three other people, I proved you all wrong. You were wrong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can do it with all bows. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was just I was hooked on it because it's not like, uh, OK, I'm going to prove you guys all wrong. It's more of a, OK, I'm going to prove that bows can do it. Um, so that's, that's how I really got into end game challenges and they are the weapon that I'm best at the, the weapon that I, I understand that. the most. Um, sorry about my cat. No, uh, you have a lot of love and chat for the cat. So you're fine. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> More love for that cat than anything we've ever said on the show. Yeah. The cat just oh. won the entire show. Yes. Yeah. The campfire is yeah. now the cat. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Just just by being overly hairy, apparently people find that adorable. adorable. Now, here's adorable. a question. How, for Leviathan's Breath, is that like a love-hate relationship? Because it has to be in your heavy slot to do all bows, but it has the draw time of, 
I don't uh, I don't know. It's really, really long. I don't have a good metaphor right now. Has the draw time of a bath. Does <laughs> that that kind of works? I see what you did uh, there. Where are you at with Where are you at with Leviathan's bow? Because that also limits you. You can't use Tiku's Trinity Ghoul mm -hmm. or anything else because you need a heavy bow, and that's the only one. So do you just sometimes look at Leviathan's breath and be like, or are you kind of at peace with it now? I love it. I Ooh. hands down love it. It's my child, my baby. Yes, yes. Um, once you learn how to really use it and master it, it is so much fun. Powerful. It is so much fun. You can do so much with it also. Uh, I just last weekend completed a King's Fall. It was a trio King's Fall with yep. all bows. And okay. the people I was playing with didn't really use Leviathan's Breath. But they picked up on it pretty good, and they were just shocked about how much damage it can do, the fact that it will um, stagger. I mean, there's just so much you can do with it, and people don't realize it. You need to get the catalyst, though, because Archer's yes. Tempo is key. Yeah, huge. You're going to hate it until you get Archer's Tempo on there, and then you mm -hmm. just have to practice to hit your shots. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have the catalyst and you don't know how to sh hit your shots, um, you're really, you're not going to get a lot out of it. I know a lot of people that have not gotten to that point and they just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Once you get to that point, it's just easy to use. Nice. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. I'm, I'm a fellow Leviathan breath. Uh, oh, good, lover. good. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, people sleep on it. I, you know, and you, you, I think you said it perfectly. Once you get the catalyst, it really opens up mm -hmm. also the stagger, the explosions, the intrinsic unstoppable. There's so much going for it. And then now we're supposed to get another, you know, a buff to it. I it it's going to be crazy. Like people are sleeping on Leviathan. But I wanted to ask you though, because I'm, but what outside of Leviathan, what's your favorite legendary bow and your favorite? Other than Leviathan's Breath, Exotic Bow. I'm curious. Um, legendary Bow mm. is Subtle Calamity, although it's Sunset. Uh, yeah. That's my baby. Mm -hmm. We had a party when I hit 100k kills on it. Jeez, so okay, amazing. yeah. that's Okay, all right. Yeah. Flex! Hum humble brag much there. Flex, okay. We got a cookie cake, and then... Oh, um, damn, there you go. It was exciting. Yeah, I take I take you know bow play seriously over here. We see, no kidding. Yeah, it's real over here. We see. So what, what's the other um, what's the example? I would say probably lay monarch. Mm. I like my void bows. I really do. I respect. There you go. I like my void. My weapon of choice in PvP. So yeah, lay monarch is oh, it's impressive. <laughs> yeah, it'll, oh, yeah, it'll mess you up a little bit. It'll mess you up. It'll mess you up. Cool. No, I, I had to ask you. That's cool. Goody. No, I was trying to say I still had my subtle calamity, but I'm pretty sure I deleted it because it was sunset. Mm -hmm. So, no, I like that bow too. I know what you were talking about. Um, yeah, no, it's like bows. I enjoy bows as, like as well, and I think every solo flawless I've done has probably used a bow at some point in it. Most of the time, like even the recent spire when I did my solo flawless, I used um, wish ender just because I swapped it out for just kind of one of the sections. I still ended up using it, but every other one, I think bows have had like a substantial section of a fight that I've used them for. So I never thought in a first person shooter, especially something with so many guns like <laughs> Destiny, I was like, they're gonna bring a bring a bone to this thing. And the first time I pulled one back, I was like, you know, that's pretty good. And I've mm -hmm. I've grown to really enjoy them as well. So I'm I'm a fellow bow lover. 
Haven't been on the Leviathan's tra- train quite as much, so I will be honest there. But basically, the other two slots, yeah, give me a bow, and I'm probably going to be okay. So I want to give you your, your props, E. You're the one that got me to convert. The bows? And it was, yeah, it was, it was when you used to do your solo runs for Shattered Throne. And you were like raving about bows. And I'm like, what is he? Why is he popping off? And he's like, bro, you got, you know, you have to worry about the ammo. And then, and then I, and I, I think you carried me one time. And I watched, I'm like, yo, this is very effective. <laughs> and I, 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 I became a convert. I was like, all right, I see what he's. My, mine's real quick would probably be outside of Levante. I got to give Tico some love. I like what Tico for. Because yeah. it was different. It was like yeah. a little. Molotov, you set them up, you, you know, get the mini, you it's get a mini game, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you blow them up, and I like the explosions and stuff, so yeah, yeah. shout out to T. No, yeah, Shattered Throne for sure. When I did that one, that whole catwalk section and everything that leads up to there, that whole set just so the thing about bows is if you do the full draw, you can get infinite range, the crits hit harder than most things, too, and as you said, you'd never run out of ammo, so if you can find a way to be able to, you know, have a little cover if you need it, be, be able to put damage in at range. There's not much that can kind of compete with you. It's really nice. I've always enjoyed it. That's I just wanted to kind of give your bow time some highlights. I wanted to bring that up a little bit. Oh, thank bit. you. Um, speaking of the abilities as well, so when we, if we jump back into there, uh, roaming supers. So we already talked about the Titan roaming supers. Um, they do state roaming supers right now feel kind of weak in PvE. So... This is not every the full suite of changes that they have. They're not quite ready, but right now they're basically bumping up the roaming supers orbs of power. Please use these for more orbs. And then your one-off supers, they're bringing down the orbs of power that they make. And then, well, ward, shadow shot, that stuff saying the same. Um, honestly, this feels definitely like a band-aid on a bullet hole. Like, it's mm-hmm. kind of one of those that, like, you know roaming supers do that. Not advice. It's not not long term solution. You could try. Yeah. I need to go to the doctor. I'll, I'll see you guys next week. Um, well played. But yeah, it's just kind of you see that, and you're like, oh, so now you're actually going to make the one off supers that are literally one and done give you less orbs just because you want to incentivize roaming supers, even though you're not making any other changes to the roaming supers. Like if you were making the slew of changes that they're looking to probably do, whether it's like give you more damage mitigation in PVE environments, so you're not going to die as much and do more damage and that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Then I could understand like, okay, then there's a balance of, yeah, less orbs for the one-off because it's less risk, which are more orbs here. Sure. But now it's just kind of like, please use these for a few more orbs or, or you're basically <laughs> just punishing the one-offs because right now it's the only thing they could do. It feels like I get why they did it, but also feels like a halfway solution for something that they probably should just hold off until all the changes are there. That's my opinion. Do you guys agree, disagree? Travis is Bobbin. Yeah, I agree that they're not doing enough about roaming super suck, and it seems like a, a patchwork solution. Destiny, like all life service games, are a constant work in progress. Never complete, but that's not such a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't got much too, too much to add. Yeah, roaming supers are still. You know, the bane of difficult content. So, uh, yeah, I'm not using that for two extra little orbs in a very challenging situation. So that's just me, you know, but at least I like the acknowledgement and hopefully this leads towards the path of continuing to tweak. So where where you at, Sammy? I think that some of them need more of a rework than they do 
just a reward. Yeah. Um, they reworked, you know, Void 3.0. Well, they didn't rework it, but we got Void 3.0. We got Solar 3.0. We got Arc 3.0. We got Fragments. We got Aspects. We got all of these different things. We unlocked grenades for classes. Um, but the supers are the same for the most part. Yep. Sure, they changed like Void Mobius Quiver where it's two volleys of three. Um, but and they added some, you know, for Arc, but at the same time, they didn't really rework what we had. And I think that giving us more of an incentive to use them in different situations rather than the same situations we already don't use them in um, would give it more life. <laughs> yeah. And again, that sounds like hopefully a change that's coming down the road. But right now, mm -hmm. it just sounds like it's they're not done with what they're working on doing. But yeah, I'm with you. It's like. I mean, especially, I mean, Travis and I are going to just sit here and just raise our flag and be like, yeah, Titan delegation sitting here going, we are mostly roaming supers minus a couple. Everything roams, including the new one that we get. So then you're like in-game super. I'm like, I don't know about that. Yeah. So just make my bubble be able to roam and we'll call it even, Bungie. <laughs> right? Yeah, just a bubble hat. So wherever I go, the bubble's with yeah. me. Bubble hat. Yeah. Bubble hat. I'm out with that. I think that's fair. I think it's only fair. Holy fit. Totally right. Although, now that I think about it, if you had a bubble hat, you wouldn't be able to actually shoot anything. <laughs> well, you used to be able to shoot out. You had to in get D1. a shotgun and melee. That's yeah. it. Yeah. In D one, could you yeah. shoot out of the bubble? Or no? No. 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 So it's just been. Yeah. Uh, you could. I think you're thinking of Vault of Glass, the bubble shield. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they also said for the longest three supers, Hammer of Soul, Daybreak, and Spectral Blades, they are lowering the here so it's not going to be in the slowest here it's now one up with whatever the rest that is whether it's like one to two or five to four i forget the way they numbered those things but they are a tier lower on cooldown so your hammers your daybreak and your spectral should be coming back quicker speaking of daybreak super energy costs reduced from 10 percent to six and a half percent per swing and pve damage boosted by 25 percent how you doing cog thank you man they they killed my baby i was so upset <laughs> Oh, so sad. Like they, they, then they made some of the perks that made it great into fragments that I'm never going to choose specifically for that super over like anything, you know, solar 3.0 related. So yeah, I, it, it hurt me. And I, I get to use my, my, my buggy eyes now. I get these. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dawn Chorus. Yeah. yeah, Dawn Chorus again. I, I've always liked Daybreak. So, and they're doing some other stuff with Phoenix style. So I'm very excited for the Daybreak. Gang, I'm I'm happy because I, I I miss using that one. But again, that's like a roaming super. It's like, are you gonna cast a roaming super in a raid in like your you know early raid clears? You're like, you're gonna be well, guy. Of course, of course, of course. But <laughs> for everything else, it was functional. It was really powerful. It was it used to do a lot of damage, and then you used to get it back a little quicker. So at least they they're making it not completely useless. Because if you're solo, you're like bound to well lock. It is just like, come on. I don't want to be that all day. Well, the hunter seems to have dodged a bullet. Their specialty, I might <laughs> say. Um, but Titans, on the other hand, yeah. Sorry, I guys. It's that. a it's a rough day today for the puns, and they're probably... not even a dad. He's not even a dad. No, he has have, no excuse. No, I have dogs. I have no excuses. So I'm just getting. He's a old. dinkwad. He's a dinkwad. I enjoy it. Love it. Um, but Titans definitely got hit twice. So, Ward of Dawn is mostly the same in PvE. 
Seems like the damage mitigation of the bubble in PvE should be about the same, but in PvP, the bubble will be weaker. Uh, the damage that you can do to the bubble is standardized to 1.5% by all weapons instead of like energy doing 2.5%, kinetic doing 1%. Armor of Light, our buff though, our max health is reduced from 425 to 300. But we in PvE, we inherit the Void Overshield's damage resistance inside the bubble, which actually probably kind of balances that one out. Uh, but it no longer negates precision damage, I guess, for Armor of Light. So depending on what you're doing with it. Basically, I'm pretty sure they got really tired and they said it of Iron Banner Fortress, Zone Control, and Zone Capture. And they, of course, made Iron Banner this season specifically Void-related. So they shoved everybody into a bubble and said, hey, have fun in there. And it's like 14 bubbles on one point. Nobody had fun. And they're like, okay, we need to make bubbles a little easier to pop in PvP. And these are the changes. The one that I'm actually more annoyed about is Thundercrash. Because that did not need to get changed. They're like, oh no, Thundercrash can kill too many people. I'm like, that's its sole purpose. You're telling me the what? You give me a rocket ship on my butt and I get to land and kill things. Like, you get a Nova Bomb. You get an, a staff that you can throw. My one one-off super that's actually good now is less good. I'm like, really? Really? It should. I mean, it should kill everything that it touches yeah. if it's not a boss. It reduced maximum flight time from by half a second, reduced the size of the damage volume around the player by 20%, and pushed it forward so you kind of have to fly into something if you're trying to kill it. You descend sooner. Your landing detonation versus players is smaller. PvPVE, the landing detonation seems to be unchanged. But it basically made flying worse with it. And But they did give Fist of Havoc 20% PvE bonus. Hey, because that's not going to matter in PvE content. <laughs> I was like, 20% in that one, I'm sorry, is not going to, like, it's still not going to make the difference up from a Thunder Crash, especially if you put Curious of the Falling Star. It's not even, not like I'm sitting there because the roaming super is like, oh, let me do 20% more damage so I can kill these red bars in the exact same way. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's going to make a difference. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Travis, where are you at? Or Jordy? <laughs> it's whatever. I mean, we'll see what the meta looks like. <laughs> It's not looking hot for Titans, but yeah. <laughs> can't nerf these hands. I'm not afraid of the PvP <laughs> landscape. We'll be okay. Uh, Spark of Resistance, they said for Arc 3.0, they said it was a little too uh, easy to stay alive, so they increased the number count to basically three for the surrounded nature, and then also it lingers only for two seconds instead of four, and they thought it was too strong. Uh, definitely a Titan, a small Titan victory, though because we are the ones who die the most on jumps, long falls, I should say. Um, fall damage will kill you with Lightfall, but they're looking to update that in a mid-season update. Physics collision, though, like being booped and pushed and other things, should not kill you. Now, I'm excited about that because I'm tired of being booped, slammed, shoved into a wall, hit by a shield, whatever it may be that knocks us out, like Gravis or Cog, you're shaking your head. Is there any... Certain situation where you're looking oh, forward to this. <laughs> all I think about is Seraph Shield and going down that long pathway oh. and trying to break my fall as a warlock and smash into a wall. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 hopefully, life will get a little better for me. Yeah. Do you like when it comes to you, Sammy, for jumps and stuff like that? You're usually pretty safe because you get your controlled little like boop at the bottom and then you can just land. I feel like hunters aren't really too worried about fall damage so much, are you? Uh, not really. Yeah. No, not really. I wouldn't have thought too much. I, I don't know. I was terrible when I was on, if I'm on controller, I can't jump for the life of me, but 
mouse and keyboard, I have no issue. So well, I don't know if it's a control issue, <laughs> skill issue. You found your preferred input method. That's all that is. Uh, we do have some new fragments coming for uh, basically a lot of things. So we've got some new ones for Arc, Solar, and Void. And these are also tied into specifically Solar and Void for the Void Breaches, which are kind of like our new Void Wells. Solar Fire Sprites, which are like the new Solar Wells. Um, I'm not going to go through and read all of them, but I will say the one that everybody seems to have some questions about is defeating a target when your shields are depleted grants you a temporary void overshield. So if you're running void and if you're low on health and kill a target, now you can get an overshield. So void is definitely leaning, I think, even farther into survival class. I was going to ask Cog or Travis, do you guys worry about this in like PVP? Because if you can kill something, get your health back, and then whether it's like One-Eyed Mask or um, Wormhusk Crown, anything that gets your health back and now you've got an overshield on top of that, do you think this is potential for abuse or... No. No? Nah. <laughs> it's all good, bro. Imagine that was... Yeah, somebody said that. Imagine that with Devour. Ooh. Warlocks are like never going to die. I think you'll need to go void, void lock there, Cog. Yeah, I'm know. curious about the duration. How long? How long? Yeah, that's it's true. Be. How long it's there? It's yeah. just temporary, but and most yeah, things we in this game it. are temporary. Definitely eyebrow raising. Just want to see how that goes. Yeah. Sammy, did any of the aspects or fragments jump out to you, especially for a void hunter like you? Um, I'll be honest. I totally lost track of what they were. Uh, there's a lot. Yeah, there are so many. Yeah, so <laughs> I think the one like echoed starvation. Um, makes devour when you pick them an orb. It's also going to give yep. you devour when you pick up a void breach now. So if you get those going more places for devour, uh, echo of harvest now creates a void breach when defeating weakened targets with precision damage. That feels like it's right up your alley with your bows. <laughs> Unless it's a goblin. Um, I don't really use grenades. What? That much. Ooh. I don't usually use grenades that much. Cause she can't put the grenade on the tip of her bow. Yes. Her yeah. No, they should make um, that though. That would be sweet. Because I try to spec into stick melee. It on the and fire it. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. But yeah. um, I guess you can. She's you can, oops um... all arrows. All right. Yeah, that's she true. No oops, all arrows. <laughs> oops all arrows. Oops all bows. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I like devour. I really do. I've okay. learned though in GMs, devour isn't as good as you would think it is. As a a solo hunter, at least for me, um, I just you don't kill things fast enough to be able to pick up an orb. So I'm wondering now that you can, you know, pick up these little well-like things, if it's going to change, but yeah. Um, I'd have to play with it a lot. I like that idea of the void overshield. Yeah. Right now I use reactive pulse only for the, the overshield when I use a finisher. Yeah, repulsive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So if that could take its place, but I, I don't know. It's hard to say because I usually use extended invisibility invis when I use a finisher and then devour. So there's not a whole lot of room to actually play around with those yeah. when you're going for certain builds. At some point, like post lightfall, give you about a month to digest everything, get you like a chance to kind of build a couple loadouts. I kind of want to reach out and be like, all right, so 
any cool loadout things or I'm actually, I'm just kind of curious where it lands because the mod slots are going to be a little more varied and open and you can just kind of pick whatever you want. Oh, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Is there any, I actually think it's going to be like, easier. Yeah. Is there any like loadout you're like building in your head right now? You're like, I can finally use this and this on the same piece of armor, like at the same time. Is there any like combos you're waiting to use? Uh, I'm I'm excited to be able to use more things on my helmet. That's yeah. really nice rather than having to make orbs and have ammo finder on the same exact thing. Um, wait, that they are changing that, right? It's not like locked to that. Uh, Did I understand that correctly? So orbs uh, to be able to make orbs, you still may have things like kinetic siphon and stuff like that. That may be yeah. kind of a thing, but you won't have to do things like combat like Taking charge you won't need because that's just like if yeah. you equip a combat mod that makes orbs or whatever it may be, that art already turns on taking charge. So there is some efficiency there, probably a little bit. I'm not specifically sure on the helmet, okay. but they said the three slots outside of the stats are just open. You can kind of put whatever you want in every slot. Mm -hmm. So you get a little more flexibility there, I do think. That's going to be huge because a lot of times I'll end up having it takes me a while to make my builds because it's a juggling of where i have room energy affinity right now i'll want to use you know kickstart or uh perpetuation but mm -hmm. i have to worry about something else like i'm going into corrupted gm and i have nothing to help me with my class ability because i have to take into consideration everything i have to put on my my cloak which is just crazy so now i have to decide okay do i want to take off solo operative so I can at least get, you know, plus 10 to my stats because I'm running Transcendent Blessing because I have no room to put anything else anywhere no. else. So yeah. it's just, I'm excited to see what options there are, but I have to see how it's all going to play out when doing my builds. Yeah. Well, I can say uh, Cog's fire team is probably going to be happy because his loadout should be done early in advance. And if he takes too long, they're going to be like, um, you had the chance. You need to set this up and save it. Hit that save mm -hmm. button. I oh, think that's yeah. but I mean, for me, too, as I, I mean, I think I said it the other week it was like I was going to go play Iron Banner when it was live. And I'm like, I, I've said it before. And you, you're like, you'll take 30 minutes to get ready for Iron Banner. And it's like and I'll go in there and I don't even care. I won't even put on the mods and I'll just be like you know, no dexterity targeting or anything. Just come like, I don't care. I'm still going to shoot my pulse rifle and probably be okay. I don't need to be completely mod optimized to go into a basic iron banner PVP match. So it's, I will be happy. I can just like, Hey, I want a pulse rifle set up for PVP. Bam. And it's mostly done. I'm excited mm -hmm. about that. Load out. Uh, the solar ones had a couple good ones. Solar grenade, final blows cure you. So for solar warlocks, especially you guys with fusion grenade builds and starfire protocol, that sounds like terrifying. <laughs> Ooh. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you can create a solar fire sprite on solar weapon kills with temp uh, tempering combustion on solar super defeats and then create a fire sprite when defeating scorch targets. So if you can, there uh, sounds like solar is going to actually have a nice little rejuvenation potentially if you lean into a couple of these builds with fire sprites and stuff like that. So again, as like you guys are saying right now, I think the whole loadout thing. The fact that one, it's savable, but I think two, and somebody will say Dim exists. Dim does exist for loadouts, but I think it's more the idea of the changing of mods, the flexibility of the armor, the lack of match game. There's a lot more flexibility in how we can all choose to attack any activity because whether it's a lost sector, a GM, or a dungeon, shields are less of a worry. So the 
damage type I'm using. Armor affinity is not there. So if I have a high stat piece of armor that looks good, I don't need to worry about changing it or anything. And if it's an arc one and I want to use this mod, but I can't use this one because it's a solar mod or this one because it's a void mod, none of that matters anymore. So I think that's where I'm probably the most excited is the, f the freedom of choice. And mm -hmm. I think I'll be curious what we can do. Big time. Um, we mentioned at the top of the show, uh, the TWAB covered only a couple of things, but one of the biggest one is the support for Syrian Turkey. Um, I think when I saw earlier, it was up to, I think, recorded 21,000 have been reported suspected dead at this point, which is awful. And that number seems to go up, I swear, by the hour, depending on when I'm checking the news. So that's terrible. If you guys are wanting to donate, you can uh, basically, if you donate 25 bucks, you get a cool emblem, but all of it's going 100% proceeds go to direct relief, of which they've already thrown a million towards aid for rescue operations and healthcare in the countries. So if you're, again, as I said, if you're capable of donating and you've got it, you know, in the budget, a good place right now because it's pretty awful things going on over there. Yeah. As a Californian, I have a lot of empathy for people who deal with earthquakes i actually thought we had an earthquake in san francisco this morning because my house shook and it turned out that a house two blocks away exploded oh, what yeah where like is this just, in like story time up. i know happened. like no big yeah. deal and a bunch of houses caught on fire and then like in yeah it was like a couple they, they evacuated the people down the street from me which is crazy wow jeez it's yeah. a way to wake yeah, up I guess, you know never take anything for granted was it like a weird water heater or stove thing or they don't, I, I don't know if they know that yet, but it was just like, like the house is like gone. Like, it's like not like yeah, an explosion yeah, yeah. where like the windows blew up. It's like, it's like the house is just straight up gone and the houses near it were like on fire. So that, that crazy. feels like, uh, somebody, that's, it yes. feels like somebody left the gas line on and then the refrigerator finally kicked on and like fight club and the whole apartment got cleaned out. That's the guy seems... who lived there always seemed a really, really nice guy. I always liked Walter White, but yeah, I don't know what happened. Okay. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, they did mention they want to talk about latency. We've mentioned this like Iron Banner was pretty rough. <laughs> so they said earlier this season, we started investigating a new latency issue. The end effect, you would see one or more of your players standing against the wall or not taking any damage for several seconds, teleporting across the map and possibly killing you. 100% true. After learning that this could even happen in private matches, we we're able to eliminate the new matchmaking changes as a possible cause. We then looked at new features as the possible culprit and ruling those out. They went to external sources and they said they figured out Steam had the Steam Datagram Relay uh, service. And they basically said there were some issues with a new one that was not in configured correctly. So they said as of recently, like over the weekend, that see that issue seems to be fixed. They said it doesn't solve all the latency problems, but it has fixed this particular thorny issue. And they said they've also found a few hidden bugs that should get fixed in Lightfall. So now here's the other thing we saw that weeks ago in iron banner. And the thing that I saw is like, you know, Twitter, I think Bungie help mentioned it or something like that. We've seen this coming and then it was here in the TWAB and they mentioned the blips and latency and stuff. Some people were like, well, it would have been nice for you to mention this when you realized it was kind of an issue in the beginning, like eight weeks ago in the first iron banner, because we said this the first time iron banner came around, not, like the recent one continued, but the first Iron Banner we saw it. Now, granted, they got to go through their checking and everything, but I think some people would have been. Do you guys think that is something if they see it and they're kind of looking, hey, we're looking into a latency issue. Would you like to see that or would you wait now to be like, hey, we've got it resolved? Where do you guys, where do you think is, especially for Bungie, like where do you think is the right level of feedback for them? Are they transparent enough? Is it not enough? 
Because, I mean, the complaints were a lot. Do you guys think they needed to address it, or is there any point in doing that? I mean, I always say that I think lots of life service companies, especially Destiny, listen to their customer too much, who famously are not game designers and don't know what they're talking about. Um, but, I, you know, I think a little bit of healthy back and forth is good. I think sometimes they overreact, but in this case, I don't think it's, you know, they're trying new things. I'm I'm actually more proud of them than I usually am because, you know, they've they've held the the line on a couple issues that I think they would have normally like flopped over uh, in the in the past. So um, I'm not I'm not too worried about it right now. I thought it was interesting that they threw Steve under the bus. Like, you know, it, it was them. It was dumb dudes. We we figured it out. It was y'all, and now they fixed it, and now our great game is good again. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting, the relationship there. But, yeah, you know, it, it, I guess they have the data. So it was it, interesting to see the, the, also the timing of it. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm curious, you know, how long that's been going on and, and the actual resolution, you know, resolution, resolution time for it. So, yeah. Yeah, I was surprised to see that. I was surprised to see them specifically say that exactly. Well, I mean, between this and the few hidden bugs they say fixed with Lightfall, cross our fingers for a little better, uh, you know, lag and ping experience in, in our wonderful game. We'll see. Uh, as for Strand, if you have anything that applies a color to armor, a finisher, or whatever, that's also going green. So Solstice Armor is a prime example. And then for your... Uh, perks, for example, Elemental Capacitor, Osmosis, Explosive Payload, Dragonfly, Cluster Bombs, Chain Reaction. Those perks will have their proper color. <laughs> and then this was funny. This actually reminded me another reason why I feel like Titans were a little shorted here. Chromatic Fire, Mantle of Battle Harmony, Verity's Brown, Fellwinter's Helm. All Warlock perks. And then the yeah. Bombardiers, Hunters. There's not one Titan exotic that gets to do any of that type of stuff. And you have four. Mm -hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I just, I mean, I was like, the hunters got their token one. You know, it has some ups and downs. I wonder what the bombardiers are actually going to do with Strand. Probably just like, are you just guys going to just leave a? Are you going to crop dust a tangle behind you or something? Is that what's going to happen? Or you're just going to like? Hunters don't really have an. A, um, why did I say stasis? A strand exotic. Ours is like flinch resistance. Yeah, you guys are the PvP exotic. That's what that one so, definitely felt like. We don't have any exotic right now that we know of for Strand. That's true. So, I mean, technically, we're kind of getting it's it's even even with Titan there. Yeah, yeah. I think my gut is probably the law sectors. We're gonna lean into Strand specific exotics. I, I can't see Bungie now. That's like their, their like their pedigree. Whenever they launch or something new, you know, I, yeah. that's my gut. I just thought I just thought it was funny when it was like chromatic aberration warlock thing. Mantle of Battle Harmony. I was like, is that warlock? I was like, yeah, Verity's Brows, like that goofy thing. Warlock, Fellwinters is warlock. I'm like, everything that kind of takes advantage of your specific subclass coloring. I was like, apparently that's a warlock thing. I just never had put it all together until I saw it listed up. I just thought it was a little funny. That was all. Warlocks are getting everything in Lightfall. Yeah, they you get buddies. Are... They got new colors. No. <laughs> you gotta embrace it you know don't, don't you know it's gotta come over open up some books read with me 
<laughs> have some buddies. It's a fun time over here. The water's nice. Getting my well with my little buddies around me. Okay, more. speaking of reading, this is something like my wife asked me or said a word, and I had to ask her what the hell it meant. I'm going to go around and see who knows what this word means. Oh, Cog. no. Cog, do you know what the word bleating means? Of course. Of course Travis does. Of course Travis does. Sammy, do you know what the word bleating means? Can I... No, I don't. Travis? The writer. <laughs> exactly. Really? I had yeah. no idea that's what that word meant. Wow. I never knew that. Yeah. So. Sound of a goat. That was just, my wife's just, my wife's a reader. So it was just like there was a sheep involved in some part of a book she was reading and she was saying the sheep bleated. I'm going, it did what? And it was just one of those random moments. And it was just like, yeah, apparently I need to read a couple more books, but it's fine. But now we are at uh, Travis's favorite part of the TWAB. Here we go. Crafting simplicity coming your way. Some early warning for folks looking to prepare for Whitefall. Early warning would have been a little while ago when I was actually worried about this because I'm, I'm sitting at 10,000 now. As part of an initiative to an integrate weapon crafting into the broader core economy, we will be completely removing resonant elements from the game. Standard currencies such as Glimmer, enhancement cores will replace the element cost. Also, the deep sight attunement objective is also being removed. Now, the things they are currently keeping are resonant and harmonic alloys. Those are capped at like 80 and 50, but they said they're planning to overhaul these currencies later in Lightfall. Ascendant alloys will stay for your crafting, but again, a, a currency will bite the dust and the deep side attunement is also going to bite the dust. So I wanted to ask you guys, do you think you're going to get a red border? And if you open it up, you just like click a button and get your pattern progress. Like I'm wondering how you guys think this is going to work. Anybody have any ideas? Travis? Are you too excited? You just have no words. I don't. I don't need to use words for this one. I think my face says it all. <laughs> Sammy, what do you think is going to happen with like weapon patterns? Because we're going to have new craftable weapons, I would assume, unless they're abandoning crafting altogether. So, how do you think we're going to be able to, I guess, get our progress from like one of five to two to five? How do you think it's going to work? I hope that we get red borders because. You know, red border hunting, talking about red borders. Like red borders is just the term. Yeah. They're not deep sight. They're red borders. That's true. You need oh. red borders for crafting. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. It, I have no idea. The only thing I can, that's kind of why I said is like, because right now you hover over the deep sight attunement. It's that little objective. And then when it's done, you click on it. Now do you just like click on and you goes pattern progress and you're done? Like, is there, they're just going to simplify it that it, it seems odd. Or maybe yeah. if you just get one of those weapons to drop, then it's going to be just instant progress. I just mm -hmm. don't know what this does because now the whole little mini game, which I'm kind of okay. Not having to shoot 40 enemies with a crappy roll. I'm okay with that for the bonus. And they're kind of replacing it, but I just wonder what this crafting system is going to look like. But I think this also is one of those things where they wanted to get crafting out I had a very complicated idea we didn't see. We had about five currencies that we worked with for a little while. Those are gone. And now the currency that we were left with is now also gone. Yeah. So we went from like 50 to five to one to zero. Yeah. Yeah, this, this was surprising to me. They Not really, enough. 
It's not enough. They really walk back a lot. I'm shocked by this. They they seemed extremely bullish in the beginning. All the requirements, all the sources, and the way you got to do it, and it was very confusing. I remember, remember like a couple episodes. You get a red border. You thought it would apply to that specific weapon. Then you found out there was, you know, with only these specific patterns and stuff like that. This is interesting. And then they saying that basically that resonant and harmonic alloys are going to go away, essentially. Yeah, they're going to overhaul those. It sounds like we're probably going to go into glimmer, mm -hmm. enhancement cores, prisms. Right. And it sounds like it's going to go more into just the armor economy, it feels just like, for armor, crafting yeah. as yeah. well. So to me, I think, because they're very data-driven, they may be looking at who's actually crafting. And and, yeah. and maybe outside of the hardcore content creators and, and getting the god rolls, people are not utilizing the system. They may feel it's too oppressive. The, the currency overload, they're rolling this back. Like, th this is very surprising to me because I thought they were going to take a, a stand based on the fact, because they're always look at their logic why they do stuff. You know, the reason why we created crafting is because, you know, dr uh, bad drop protection. You yeah. know, if you're really unlucky and, you know, but we don't want to make it so easy for you to get the God's role that you want now that you're going to craft. So, yeah, not again, not that I'm mad. Yeah, I I'm know. Just yeah, that they are I think I am too. Like I was, it I just, almost feels like they recognize a mistake. Well, and she even, I think it was she, I didn't know if this was Liana who wrote this one. Yeah, it's Hippie. Um, she said, much of this info is hot off the presses, so I apologize for the late warning. Yeah. And again, it sounds like that changed. Honestly, like, they haven't said yet, and this is like where I said in my video, we know the helm is getting like a clean slate wipe. We get that. They've even said, like, what's going away in the content vault, and they kind of cover everything, except the Battlegrounds, which we'll get to in a second. But they haven't even stated how you're going to be able to go after any of the craftable weapons from mm -hmm. any of the four... Like, what is happening with... I don't know what it is, 26 weapons or something. It's a chunk of weapons, and I'm like, if you just... you're at, The world loot pool is usually only so big, so are they going to trickle those throughout? Are they going to be in, like, Zer a little here, Dare's a little over here little in the world loot pool, and if you magically see one of those drop and it's got a red border, then you can make some progress on an old gun. I'm like, it seems weird. Or there's going to be a new kiosk. Like, we have nothing, and we're, I don't know, two twabs away from the whole expansion, so I'm... I'm it seems like the crafting changes are, like, going to be finished on day... <laughs> one day before Lightfall. They're like, all right, yep. um, okay, here we go. Now we're done. You guys, you guys done with crafting stuff? Uh, we think so. Yeah, okay, ship it, because, yeah, it's uh, happening. It's nice right that you think it'll be fixed one day before and not, like, two months after. Two months after. Like, yeah. You're probably actually I, right. I think they probably have other stuff to worry about right now, and that's something they could patch later, personally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, quick question, Sammy. Team Spider or Team Beetle? Yes. Neither. Okay. Well, when it came to voting, which one were you going to vote for? She's like, I don't like insects. That's fair. Arachnids. You abstained? You did not vote. vote. Okay, well, you Hunters had 56% for Team Spider. So if you were Spider, you're happy. Titans, easy pick. 72% went Team Spider. And Warlocks broke the mold and went Team Beetle. So I called it. Is anybody sad about this? Sammy I'm wanted Team Warlock Cat. Sammy just wants, like, you just want three different cat armors that you can pick from. Just all the cat Why skins. Why can't we look cute? <laughs> Do you it. want a real answer to that? <laughs> I don't know, actually. I'll give you an answer. 
because if you walk up to Rolk and you look cute, then all of a sudden he's like, well, now I'm just gonna It's like, but I can't kick you now. You're too cute. So that's actually because, a tactic. <laughs> because cute is nice when you're on holidays, but it doesn't win wars. There you go. Win cute war. wins a lot of wars. You just have to know how to play it. <laughs> he's got that spy game working. He's working mm-hmm. a different. I, th- I think I think you're using a very liberal definition of the word war in that case. <laughs> Name one war that cuteness has won. So you know, some interests have uh, sparked and diffused situations. <laughs> Team bug spray <laughs> spider just because all the elf shoes on the beetles. Yeah, there's different. I can see that on some other ones. Some people are Team Beetle for Hunter. I kind of called it. I was like, Hunter, Spider, Titan, Spider, Beetle, Warlock, and I actually got all three right. I was surprised. That was the reason I was like, oh. I'm just happy. The Warlock was close. The Warlock was 53. That was close. Yeah. I'm glad they made it class-specific, though. They didn't lock. Yeah, for sure. I did like that. That's that's a better choice. They're still only making three pieces of armor, but now, like, you know, if their one design just doesn't resonate with the community, skip it. Because apparently the Titan Beetle lost to the Titan Spider Hardcore. Um, they now also... the person who made the other piece of armor can feel even more bad about their work. They can because they know without a doubt that it was the one that they <laughs> made that they didn't like. If you made Warlock Spider, you specifically are being called out. They didn't like your work. <laughs> so before you could be like, oh well, maybe they liked mine. They just didn't like the Titan, you know, one. But now it's like now no. it's clear. No, no, no. It's your fault, Brian. What? They didn't like your armor. Oh, what, if, what if it's all the same artist who did the concepts yeah. and now he's just got a split personality? Yeah. He's like, oh. all right, uh, all right, um, Kathy, we need you to work on the beetle hunter for Titans and Hunters, and we need you to make the spider armor for warlocks. And she was like, Okay. Sorry, Kathy. <laughs> yeah, they, they got it. Not, not your day. <laughs> no, not at all. What a shame. <laughs> yeah, as they basically state for the content vault, they say expansion content is no longer being vaulted. But Ooh. players can expect season 16 through 19 content to enter the Destiny content vault, excluding PsyOps Battlegrounds and Heist Battlegrounds, which are going into Vanguard Ops. We kind of figured that, called it previously. So, by the way, I forgot to tell you, E, I actually know who worked on the Beetle armor for Warlocks Paul Tassie. <laughs> Shout out to the Tassie. Uh, he'll be here on March 9th. So, feel free to come to that show too. Mm-hmm. I think that's Spider it. Armor. Spider Did I say beetle armor? Yeah, you said beetle armor. armor. Damn it. He worked on the spider armor. You messed armor, up your Paul own Tassi. joke. It's not as good. It's Damn done. It. No, it's over. It's over. Paltassi sucks. But yeah, this is just kind of that moment when it's finally listed out of like everything going away. It's like all the stuff related to seasons are going, but that helm, clean slate in it basically, once again. Mm-hmm. And this was just kind of the last thing I wanted to ask you guys whether you're, it's in the developer shoes or your shoes, I mean, things like Catch Crash, Heist Battlegrounds, and PsyOps, we know those are in Vanguard Ops, but they're just random. But I just wonder, do you think, like, the longevity of, you know, some of this content that we get ever affects what we get? Are there certain things you guys are sad to see to go? Are there things you think a dev made and was like, I really wish this was staying, I really wish I wasn't making temporary content? I mean... Where do you guys think this just the content vaulting of seasonal stuff lands? Because I get why the helm kind of gets a clean slate. It's their little hub for the story. But it doesn't even get put in like, hey, there's this legacy stuff or anything. I wondered where you guys land on all this. Travis seems to be kind of meh about the whole situation. Yeah, 
I feel like this content was made to be uh it was it was born to eventually see an early grave, and I think uh that's fine. Kind of uh, dark, but yeah. If you weren't there, you missed it. It should have been it, bro. I'm sure they'll remix it in four seasons anyway, so you'll probably get to play it again down the road. Uh, some version of it. So um, another battlegrounds yeah, next season, next year, sometime. This is sort of what you get when you play a live service game, right? Like, um, all good things come to an end, and these aren't good things mostly. So, uh, they're so we should probably be fine with with them going. Uh, well, Travis giving a, the ultimate it's, beat it's, down. It's, does anybody else have any thoughts? It's an interesting problem that live service has, though. <laughs> yes, that's fair. Yeah. Sammy, what about you? Like, I mean, any are you going to miss any of this stuff that's leaving? Is it a big deal to you? Um, it's hard to say now because I have it, but there's a couple things from year four that I'm like, wow, I didn't realize how much I really enjoyed that. Okay. I really liked the uh, what was it? The Ascendant Realm. The Shattered, Shattered Realm? Shattered or, Realm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I liked that one. I feel Me like too. they could have done a lot more endgame type stuff there. Just because it's a really cool area. Yeah. Um, really big area. Mm-hmm. And then I just forgot the name of it. Um, season of Splicer, where you have to go around and pick up the moats and stuff. And uh, then bank them. And I don't know why I love that. I just absolutely <laughs> love that. It's so simple and so much fun. And I loved it with the dawning when we could throw snowballs at him. I don't know. It's like we have I the override, really override, that. override. That's what you're talking. Yes, about. yes, mm-hmm. yes. Those are the two things that I'm like, wow. I wish I could go back and just screw around in there. Yeah, it does. I, I kind of wonder because if you look back over the seasons and you think of all these activities, like hey, the directory would either look like an Assassin's Creed map if you left everything on there. Like, hey, here's like the moon override mission and here's this one and you could randomly go play it. But is there match made activities? You could try and queue up for a random override mission on the moon and nobody else would be joining you. So it's like I can see part of that, too. It's weird, though. It's like maybe it could be just like a fun rotator or something that they throw. I just I was thinking like each season, you know, they have maybe a new rotator seasonal activity from the past come in or a legacy rotator or something. Yeah, maybe one or two things. I don't know. Travis's favorite seasonal contest. What he loves. He's like, oh, give me more of that six-person match-made activity, right? Make it a public event. Let's do it. (laughs) Dog, are you are you are you been out of shape out of this at all? Are you kind of okay either way, or just have accepted its fate? Yeah, it's just like I mean, I just feel bad for the devs that create this content that yeah. has this expiration date that's so quick i mean the only thing i've said a little bit but i'm not gonna go crazy is i did like surf shield i really like Surf yeah, Shield. I, th- I wish oh, the exotic yeah. missions specifically Ex- the exotic yeah, missions exactly. need like a legacy rotator like the six person match made i could understand but yeah. most of the exotic missions are built to be able like you could solo most all of those as a setup anyway but i feel like those could be sitting just even a legacy just pick it and, and my question now is you missed out on Seraph Shield. You missed out on so Revision Zero. You don't get Revision Zero. Let's say you just come into Lightfall. Revision Zero is just not something you could ever get. Well, I mean, Zero sells it. 
Maybe Zer does sell it. Maybe Zer mm-hmm. sell like, and then the four catalysts. How do you and then go the about catalyst? And you can't get the cat. So it was like it was really a you should have been there. You don't get this type situation. Like, I feel like that wow. one might go to Zer, and then if you get one, then you'll have to do some. Or maybe he sells one with cat. I don't know how that's gonna work. Again, yeah. questions. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, interesting situation. But you know, I get it. We guys, we gotta see. Yeah, so it's crafted. Maybe you have to buy. I, this is an answer for them to let us know how it works. I guess I don't know. Yeah, there's going to be like 14 kiosks in the tower at some point between craftable weapons, yeah. old stuff here, random oh, yeah. catalysts, and all these other things. Um, mm-hmm. well, that's mostly it. Um, wanted to ask you, Sammy, before we go, what are you most excited about for Lightfall? And then what are you most worried about for Lightfall? I am most excited for. The environment and the changes to sandbox. Okay. What yeah, has that's you pretty broad? No, that's fair. I mean, I kind of get what you mean. What about you? What is your most like? What are you worried about? Apprehensive? Whatever. Um, lightfall specific or yep. just next or season specific? Either combination of that. February twenty eighth onward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid that being that there are more ways we can combat champions, they're going to put more champions in. I am terrified. Oh, that's, that's the last thing I want. That's a good I one. I really don't want it at all. It that's just like point. makes my whole, I just, yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Like you, you got more ways to deal with them. You didn't have more. to. Yeah. Don't throw that in the universe too many times. <laughs> those are those are good especially the last one that was solid that's a legit wonder because yeah we're not getting a new champion type because i don't think the tormentor is going to be a champion so it's just going to be a thing um no those are good we've said ours plenty of times so i just wanted to get your take um is there anything else you guys from this week that i may have missed want to discuss or anything else feel like we're kind of missed me we did miss you chat missed you it was not the same without travis no controversy no one to hate (laughs) no drama I mean, it was, it was just Cog and I talking for about two hours, and it, we just kind of watching a blockbuster movie with no villain. You know what no I mean? Do you gotta have you gotta have an antagonist in the group? It's true. Just pin that. Mm-hmm. Give give Travis the antagonist pin right there on his lapel. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Sammy, it has been absolutely a blast having you. Um, thank thank you. you so much for joining us. Um, hopefully, you had a good time as well. I uh, had a wonderful time. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, at this point, we kind of want to open the floor to you to tell you so you can tell everybody where to find you. If you got anything cooking, all your content, the places where they can go find and watch and hang out with you. So the floor is yours. Awesome. I am on Twitch, um, Sammy Cat, and YouTube, Sammy Cat. YouTube is up and coming for me. And then on social media in general, Twitter mostly, and then TikTok, Sammy Cat plays. Wait, TikTok might be Sammy Cat. Nice salute, Sammy. Love the content. Love the bow love. Yes. Hunter love. Thank you. Very cool. Yeah, you, you're doing it. A lot of hardcore content. Really, really fun. Good to see. And good to see you recognized. So salute. Thanks for coming Thank on. Thank Well, I don't know if you guys want to wrap up. I know we didn't do the intro as much, but I kind of want to do that. If you guys, uh, Cog, Travis, anything else as we yeah. wrap up? Anything sure. you want to shout out um, that may not have yeah. been shouted out yet? 
shout out uh i'm doing stuff uh on ign I've, i had a review up this week maybe you've heard of it yeah. maybe um, maybe what what game was that maybe for? who knows i don't remember who, who even can remember these days? Some games some games. um so yeah you can you if you care about that you can watch or read that review um i also recently wrote a um a feature an editorial about um the state of live service games and how i see uh the bubble and uh kind of how i how i what i think is happening to that so it's not live yet but it'll be live sometime tomorrow it's like two thousand mm-hmm. words so i just wrote a ton about about mm-hmm. that sort of stuff so um hopefully it'll be a good a good uh good piece and then uh yeah you can find me here on thursdays bitcast on sundays and uh thanks for reading my stuff everyone yeah, salute, no salute for you. And uh want to send some love your way. I shouted you out on Duke for reasons. <laughs> we won't get into the specifics, but uh, you know, want to defend my friend. You know, it's been it's been a, an interesting week, and we we appreciate what you do. I'm looking forward to your live service because you had a great Twitter thread that I loved every part of it, and it broke down almost the other side of of what's going on in the industry in comparison to other genres, right? And I thought that was so I'm looking forward to your take there. You know me at Lord Cognito on Twitter. Catch uh defining dude. We had a fun one, very passionate one this week, uh, about games and and, and and certain things and subjects. So that was good. And um obviously shout out to Hogue. I do miss him, you know, um with the whole, you know, obviously the Activision Blizzard stuff is very still prominent. And I, I love to get his nuanced take. I got to check in on him, see how he's doing. But um, yeah, and then uh, this week on Iron Ones Podcast, we will have uh, uh, one of Travis's fellow, um, what, what should I call him, colleagues? Because he's a comedian. Mm-hmm. We're going to actually have a comedian, up-and-coming comedian. We're going to do something different on ILP. His name nice. is Max Castillo. He's got up-and-coming. He does um, comedy. He does some gaming comedy. One of the ones that was kind of viral was the pause music for Goldeneye. I don't know if you guys ever oh, saw, I saw that, that one. one. Yeah. That's the kid that yeah. did that one. He went viral. So he's going to come on LP, you know, talk some games for a little bit, and that'll be this Sunday in the realm. So go check us out, Max Castillo, the comedian. Yeah. As for me, um, I am on literally the final boss of Rogue Legacy 2, so I'm trying to get my just kind of completion there. I'm not going for, like, New Game Plus Plus That's Plus or grind. anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a little bit of grind, just kind of doing it offline here and there. And it's, I did not know that's where the story was going to end up, like who I am and who I'm facing at the end of that game. So I'm not going to spoil it. So if you do get there, it's kind of interesting. But if a roguelike, it was a well, another well done one. It's like, there's a lot of things to like about that game. Not perfect, but I would say a lot of things to like about it. Um, and then I'm just kind of looking down the barrel of Wild Heart, Atomic Heart. And uh, Lightfall, I'm just seeing if I can squeeze anything else in before yeah. Lightfall. Um, I, I started playing the the game, uh, the in, game, but I was trying to play it on the TV. So, like, if I can play it in the other room, my wife will be able to kind of like watch and read, and then I'll be playing. So, kind of experience it together, so we can kind of get the story as one. So, that okay. was the goal. Other than that, that is about all I got. Again, Sammy Cat, thank you so much for being thank here. Chat, you guys. Oh, you are welcome. Um, if you don't know, if you don't follow her. On Twitter or Twitch or anything, please go find her, follow her, blow up her stream, have some fun in there. And to everybody, thank you guys for being here as well for episode number 236 on April 9th. Counting down the days, guys. We are not too far away. So it has been this episode of The, the Last, Last Word. Word. <laughs>